0: hello welcome to the roll together podcast thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from twitch you can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv forward slash roll together rpg forward slash schedule please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to A Murderous Symphony. Thank you for joining us for an evening of Dungeons & Dragons. I'm Josh and I'll be your Dungeon Master tonight. We're thrilled to be streaming at twitch.tv forward slash Rob Together RBG. A Murderous Symphony takes place in Neverwinter, roughly two to three weeks after the events of At Death Door and Caesar Defiance. The bloat has been s- slowly disappearing, however there have been reports of people throughout the city going missing. Our players have been hired as private investigators to look into a group of murders that have taken place in the Blue Lake Theatre. For those of you who are new to Dungeons & Dragons, everyone here plays fantasy characters in a fantasy universe. The five players each have their own unique character sheets that tell them who they are, what they do, and their deepest secrets, and also what dice to roll. They'll mostly be rolling a d20, a 20-sided dice which I have here which will tell them whether they succeed or fail. Uh, 20 being very good and a 1 being hilariously bad. And whilst they play their characters, everything else in this fantasy universe is played by me, people, monsters, weather patterns, strange music, you name it. Between me describing the world and the story, the players describing what they want to do and some dice rolls just to keep things that little bit more unpredictable, we will tell our story. Now, let's meet the players, followed by a few words from our sponsors.
2: Hi, I'm Niall, and I'm playing Amun-Ra, a far-traveller from the far reaches of Saqqara. Come to Neverwinter hunting vampires, but maybe he has deep-seated issues himself. Maybe those things will probably come into play during this horror session we've got going on. But who knows? We'll see. Boogity, boogity.
3: Hi, I'm Scarlet. I'll be playing Mizana from Azana's Emporium of Glorious Goods and Trade. I'm the half-elf artificer that loves to investigate and tinker, also rides on a giant beetle.
4: Hi, I'm G uh, and I'm going to be playing Rion. Um, Rion is a pickpocket, changeling, street urchin uh, youngster that um, has grown up on the streets of Neverwinter and currently uh, their friend Mask has gone missing. There's a bunch of murders happening in the city and uh, they want to find a friend. So they're gonna investigate.
0: Hi, I'm Sean and I will be playing Rhododendron, or Rody for short. Um, Rhododendron was last seen running for his life at the end of Isradel, the Roving House. Um, but what has he been up to since then? Well, he's set up shop in Neverwinter with Mizana and um, has just been kind of playing it a bit easy, like not really taking too many adventuring jobs, trying to play it safe. However, something about this one piqued his interest. So we'll see where that leads him.
5: Hi, I'm Nat of you, she, her pronouns, and I'm gonna be playing Ak, who uses they, them pronouns. Ak is a knowledge cleric, Kenku, and they work at the temple of Ogmar in Neverwinter under the watchful gaze of Dr. Agatha Whipplestitch, who is the, uh, the, the mortician there, who's been taking a, a lot of interest in um, a lot of the dead bodies that have been happening in Neverwinter over the the last couple of months, who can tell why there's been loads of dead bodies? Sean, Sean can uh, watch watch his previous campaigns. Um, Iac has a, a curious mind and uh, and is excited to be uh, given the responsibility to go out and do some investigating.
6: This stream will run for three hours, and there will be roughly a five to ten minute break somewhere towards the middle. We run shows on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays at 6 pm Greenwich Meridian slash British Summertime, which is 10 am Pacific Time, 1 pm Eastern Standard Time, 7 pm in mainland Britain, and 2 am Tuesday mornings in Japan and parts of Australia. On Mondays, we run TTRPG streams. These can be one shots, four, six, eight, whew or even 12 weeks long. You can always find our latest schedule at twitch.tv slash slash schedule. On Tuesdays, we have our ongoing campaign, Fracture. And on Fridays, we have our talk show. Talk together, and talking is a free action, which lasts for one hour. We are Roll Together RPG on all socials, so find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok.
5: If we're not there, let us know and we will add ourselves to that list.
1: Finally, we play with a diverse group of players who play a diverse set of characters with wide-ranging sexual and gender identities. Our tables are trans and GNC positive, and we encourage and champion trans and GNC players and characters in our games. The DM and players may portray characters that are of a different gender to their own. We aim to avoid misgendering, but acknowledge that it does sometimes happen. And we have a company policy in place for correcting people on pronouns. If we miss an instance of misgendering, we are open to being corrected. So please do let us know if you think one has been missed. You can check out explanation point safety in in chat for content warnings and some of the safety tools that we use through the TTRPG safety toolkit. And I think with all of that, it's time to begin. Welcome back, everybody. In our last session, our group of investigators were brought together by Melnor Sinclair, a handler or quest gatherer, they might be known as, within the city of Neverwinter. They had acquired the right to a murder investigation at the Blue Lake Theatre within the Blue Lake District. Blue Lake pops up quite a lot, so I apologise. The district itself is independent of Lord Neverember's rule, so the city guards are not permitted to enter. After some brief introductions, and with the information provided by Melnor and G's character Rion, the group went off to the Blue Lake District. Upon reaching the entry gates, they found a group of guards logging weapons coming out of that district, but after hearing the party are investigating the murders at the theatre, they are allowed passage without issue. Although the guards seemingly are a bit lazy and maybe a bit bored of doing their jobs, so they didn't seem to really care that much. Navigating through the streets of Blue Lake, our investigators see a district that was affected by the ruining and seemingly not prepared in the ways that the rest of the city have been. A heavy presence of mercenary groups and bandits replaced those of the guards found in other districts of Neverwinter. Reaching the theatre, they see two groups that are stood outside a small group of were-rats wearing the symbol of the dead rats, led by Din, and a group of other humanoids, all wearing the same sort of armour and bearing the logo of the Nashes, which is led by a sunglass-wielding gentleman named Horatio. Both of them seem to be giving statements to an Albeer, sorry, an abale, wearing a waistcoat and a large monocle, who swiftly flew away after gathering whatever information they required. Din and Horatio both explained that the murders took place inside the theatre. And as it, is neutral, as it is a neutral zone within the district, neither group has dared to go inside so that they don't break any rules or anything that they have in place. But all of the staff members have been kept in the foyer area for questioning. Din tries to hand some evidence to one of the investigators uh, in order to plant it on the bodies, but it's quickly and swiftly bought out by Horatio, and the group of dead rats make a swift exit, running away very, very quickly. Horatio tells the party that there have been rumours that the dead rats have lost one of their underground hideaways recently and have begun trying to push for more land on the surface. The party entered into the theatre and see the staff member sat at the corner. After some questioning, the group discovered that a hooded figure had attacked two patrons during a performance and everyone other than the staff was evacuated. Amun was able to notice that the staff members seem to be under some sort of mind control and they may actually be suspects in the murder itself. Murders. Entering into the main hall, the investigators find the bodies in question and a man and a woman in their late 50s, early 60s and a younger figure wearing a hood with a strange scar running down the side of their face with a very light blue glow to it. Gl- glow? Glow to it sorry. Ack is able to determine that two older people died due to multiple stab wounds, and the younger figure has a small hole at the top of the scar, which seems to have blown outwards. Ack is also able to identify the two older figures as uh, Mr. and Mrs. Rockland, who had recently lost their son or one of their sons to the bloat, and Ack and their mentor, Doctor Whipplestitch, had prepared the funeral rites for them. The boy was their other son, Artie Rockland, whose Zana shows went missing about a week prior. Rody searched the body and discovered a strange contraption on his arm with two vials in it. The first was empty, but had traces of a blue liquid in it. The second had a strange green liquid that seemed similar to the bloat itself. During their investigations, Armin and Zana were both attacked from above by two more hooded figures, while while another two came out from the backstage area. Rion instantly noticed one of these as their friend, Masking Shadows, who had also gone missing recently. A fight broke out and after some heavy hits, both to the players and the enemies, our group was left with two more bodies and an unconscious elf, Masking Shadows themselves had escaped backstage. In the final moments of the session, Ak decided to cast Speak with Dead on Artie, and through questions, discovered that Artie remembered walking home after being accepted into a school, being attacked, and then all all he remembered was a strange music playing. And as the session ended, the group a group of clerics from Ak's temple arrived, panicked. At the fact that Doc- Dr. Wifflestitch has gone missing. And that is where we shall pick up. I apologize for that being slightly longer than intended, but um, I wrote it out and then didn't cut it down. So here we are. Anyway, to set the scene for everybody, AC, you are in the foyer, era- foyer area with two Nasha guards stood pretty close to the door, not quite inside the building, but close to the door with the employees on the right hand side of you everybody else you are in the main sort of atrium i think that's the word for it area of the theater with the bodies of the rocklands to the, the parents and the son as well as to a body of a dwarf a body of a human and an unconscious body of an elf all wearing hooded figures with the scars down the sides of their face sorry josh do you yes. mean our- sorry Do you mean auditorium? Auditorium. What did I say? Atrium. Atrium. Yes. Very similar words. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
7: Mm -hmm. Auditorium. Yeah.
1: That's what I meant. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Yes. So we begin with the two clerics who are trying to get past these National Guards. You can see out the back, Horatio is talking to another figure, very wearing similar clothing to what Ak and the clerics are wearing but is very heavily armoured with a shield and a sword in their hand this is clearly a paladin of Ogmar and they're talking and you can see that there's a bunch of stretches that have been brought up as well but these two these two clerics that are right in front of you are both trying to hand have handed you a necklace that belonged to Dr. Whipple Stitch something that you'd given to them previously and then oh she, she went missing it was it was right it was right out, we believe it was right outside the temple the, you, you know the, the, the little alleyway, alleyway that's at the side we believe it's there because that's where we found the necklace and she didn't come in uh, she sent us a message before she left the sleeping dragon to say that we had to come to this district to to help retrieve the bodies and bring them back to the temple for the funeral rites but, but we, we just we just don't know what happened she's
5: gone Ak will take a second and blink, tilt their head. This is a very funny trick. This is, uh, I'm sure it's similar to the ones you pulled on me before. I don't know why you tried to steal the necklace from Dr. Whipple Stitch. Uh, You should return it to her and head back. We'll, uh, we're trying to do, uh, conduct an investigation here. Thank you very much. Um, we will catch up with you later. And we'll turn and head back into the auditorium.
1: They both stop and look to each other. And knowing you, they choose not to push the matter further. So they turn around and they walk back out. And the two National guards close the doors in order for you all to continue your investigations. What is everybody else doing as Ak begins to make their way back into the the Room, I'm just going to call it the room because I'm just going to get. <laughs>
4: um, so I, I I'd ended up sort of on the stage and I'd crashed around backstage looking for um looking for mask and shadows. Uh, I was quite hurt, so I am sitting on the front of the stage applying some I've got a, a restorative ointment, I think it is. Could you make me a perception check while you're there, please? Yeah, uh. Um, That is uh, 17.
1: Okay, so while you're sitting there applying the ointments, uh, you'd gone backstage to try and find where Mask and Shadows had gone, but they've seemingly disappeared without a trace but as as you're applying your alignments, one of the areas that you've smashed, probably like a makeup desk or something, you spot a glint of something underneath it which you're able to go over and have a look at if you so wish.
4: Uh yes, I, I would look at what everybody else is doing first. Yeah. Okay. So while you're
1: doing that, what is Rodi um, Arman actually know? What is Rodi and Zana doing? I'm going to come back to Armin in a minute.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think Rodi's probably looking at the bodies of the ones that we killed um, to try and identify um, whether they're the markings that they've got and like um, on their face are similar to the other hooded figure, the the sun um and and you know try and determine if they've also got one of these um injector gauntlet things on
1: okay. yep so you're able to do new look you can see that they've got the same scarring on their faces the the two the human and the dwarf that have both been killed they you can see that they both sustained serious magical input into the scar itself from various attacks from yourselves mm. uh, which caused an explosion to pop out of their head basically um with upsidaisy upsidaisy and with that you're able to you search around the bodies and you can see that they do have contraptions on them however th- this the difference between their contraptions and the artist's contraption is that both vials have both sets of liquid still in them, and it's the same mm-hmm. with the unconscious elf as well. You <laughs> see that where their scars, the two that are dead, their, their light blue scars are starting to dim. The elf who's unconscious, their scar is uh, still glowing, but there's no obviously no explosion because mm-hmm. they're not dead. Uh, but again, they have the same contraption on their arm with two vials, which are still full of liquid still okay
0: can i see um any and i might ask ak for help actually on this one um yeah I, I, i'll i'll wait until ak's back in the room and i'll hold that quest i'll hold that thought okie dokie zana what would you like to do
3: um i would like to uh outwardly check if anyone's hurt. Does anyone uh, need any kind of healing that I can do nice and quick? went alright?
0: I think, I think you took quite a few hits, my dear. You should probably be healing yourself.
3: Well, i, I, I like to make sure everyone else is alright first. I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm glad of that. Anybody, anybody else?
4: Um... Yeah, I don't think Rion would ask for help. So.
5: It's not in the room yet. But it's uh, also fine.
4: <laughs> um,
2: Amun's like a little bit roughed up, but he's currently like preoccupied. He's just found like a. Probably like the stairway between the stage and the auditorium is usually quite like a dark corner. He's probably just sat there currently like. Cradling something in his hands just with his eyes closed, just mumbling to himself, I guess, from everybody else's distance. Could you make me a wisdom savings rate, please? Me? Yes, yes, you please. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh fifteen.
1: Fifteen. Okay. So you're sitting there and you're cradling and images flow through your head of the blood that was pressure digitated, pressure digitated off of you by rody just before at at the end of the combat. And you focus and you know, you're take I'll take it you're taking five minutes out just to calm yourself and
2: Yeah, it's like a little ritual he has after killing, which is basically talking to what his like cultural beliefs like don't deem as a god but fate the concept of fate he's basically talking to fate and basically being grateful for the positions he positions he's in but also recognizing the hardships he's going through and sort of like just by being aware of what he is and talking about it He's, he's managing to control it a little bit more so the flashes that are circulating it's almost like he's taught talk, he's talking to fate about them to basically soothe his own needs
1: and, and with that you going through your head is like a there's various different noises going around in your head and as you focus and calm yourself, it, they ev- eventually begin to start disappearing until you can only hear one, which is coming from yourself. Back to Rodi and Zana. Could both of you make me either a history or investigation check, please? you're still quite close to each other and Rodi is exposing faces of
0: dead people mhm um either way it's a 12 for me um i did you have a preference
3: i've got an investigation got 25 if i have investigation okay so with i'll, I'll both do the
1: other one
0: then i'll do history
1: yeah okay so with both of your roles uh sort of combining them together in a way um you are able to for um rhodi looking as you're quite close to these faces you notice somewhere that you've seen these before and looking in miss anna's book miss Anna's is able to flick to them quite quickly you're able to determine that the Dwarf is called, was called, Beatus Silverforge, uh, a Dwarven person who had disappeared about two weeks ago. The Human was called Greg Sundance, don't ask me why, um, and was and also disappeared about two weeks ago. And the, the Elven person who's alive is called Alanis Vicken,
2: again disappeared about two weeks ago. Lana will be speaking soon when she wakes up. <laughs> mm.
1: uh, and as
2: you both discover
1: that, Ack, walk into the room and, Rodi, your thing you want to do with Ack, you can do now.
0: Oh, oh, Ack. Um, I, I, wonder if you might be able to 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 help. I was just, I was just looking at this device. It seems to, it seems to, you know, intravenously. Action these these potions into them, and well, I, I rather think that it'd be safer for them if they didn't have it on. But I, I don't particularly trust my own um, my own self in trying to remove it, so I thought maybe it might be your kind of um, expertise.
5: Sorry, could you say that again,
0: please? Oh, sure. Um, they've got these gauntlets on. And um, they they put a potion into the arms, and I don't think that they right. should have them on.
5: Okay, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, let me let me investigate. Um, yes, <clears throat> are, are all you... sort of flustered and and go down. What did you want me to look at? The the arms. The yes. This arm specific. Are, are you all right? You're, you're a little bit
0: all over the place. Well,
5: that's very for, forward of you to say so, Roddy.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> How are you feeling, Ak? I am fine. Oh, that tells me. Um, yeah, it's this arm. I will. Brody won't d- push it any further. If...
5: I will investigate the arm. Uh, yeah, um, you
0: can. You can either
1: investigate or use medicine.
5: Uh, rah, 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 rah. I will investigate, please. Oh. Uh. That rolled off a 16 onto a 6 for a 12.
1: Okay, so with uh, investigation, you have a look. You can see that these things are sort of clasped quite tightly to the arms to the point where you might think it might be cutting off blood circulations in the hands, but these figures didn't seem to be phased by it when they were alive. And the elven figure who was unconscious doesn't seem to be phased by it now you have a little look around and you can see that the the vials themselves right underneath there is a, a needle that when pushed would inject the substance into directly into the veins uh, of the hand and cause whatever it would be to happen you reckon you could probably take it off but you'll you may you're gonna have to be very sort of careful with it, maybe like a feasible-style check, in order to not stab them with one of the needles.
5: This might be the kind of thing uh, to remove, Rodi is actually possibly more in your wheelhouse or indeed Mizana's, uh, but I could possibly direct you as to which areas to avoid um, leveraging too aggressively.
0: Right, right. So it's a, it's a bit of a surgical remover, then? I, I believe so. Right. Um,
5: I'd I say, um,
0: Rion, Armin Ragh, either of you got particularly steady hands?
4: Well, yes. while while this has been going on, I think it would have been a good opportunity for Rion to stealthily try and have a look at the shiny thing that it's all. So you walk over to the shiny thing
1: and you have to move a bit of rubble out of the way to get it. To get to it, sorry. Uh, and what you what you can see is the hilt of a very finely crafted dagger. And as you reach in to pull the dagger out, it is there's something that happens. The dagger itself is Mask of Shadows dagger, the dagger that she was wielding against you in the fight that happened just a moment ago. But as you go to stand up, you can feel like a cold breeze around you. And as you go to look up to where the others are, you can't see them. You see just complete and utter snow and landscape and a very small yet large house in the distance with a ricketed fence that goes around it and you can hear the sounds of crying you walk up towards the house and take a left into a playground area and you can see crouched down in the corner wearing ragged clothes hands in knees crying a black third tabaxi who looks up to you with a big grin on her face and says oh thank you and goes to put her hands out and as you go to walk towards her everything fades back and you're back in the theatre again
4: um okay (laughs) with the dagger sitting in your hand I should say (laughs) cool good good to know um Uh, I think I'll just kind of slip it into my robes not especially trying to hide it Um, but it's with it's with um, like just next to the the scimitar I have Um, and then yeah we'll go over to help everybody Um...
1: so Armin are you are you still staying in the dark or are you going to
2: I think, I think um, yeah, the question of, do I have a steady hand, um, and, like, stands up, and he's like, yes.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. Um, we need someone to take this gauntlet off without um, them getting stabbed by the needle. Oh, okay. Um,
2: well... How do we feel about dropping his arm
0: off? It's
2: a bad job. It's
0: sorry. <laughs> oh, good, because um, I was trying to... to, to consider, you know, this person's feelings about it, and I didn't think that they'd be too keen. Well,
2: it would be wise to think that, actually, maybe we should consider chopping the arm off in case, whilst removing this, we uh, nick something and the whatever is injected into them before it reaches the rest of the body can be severed.
5: I believe if we work together, I can direct you in a way that might circumvent any of that.
0: At least that is a last resort. Prepare is there for anybody? the worst. Sorry, yeah. can
4: I can I ask which which person is it we're looking at? That specifically.
5: So this person's still alive, right? But unconscious. The half elf.
4: Um, and well, there's a dead one around with a gauntlet on. Yes.
1: Yep. There's a dead dwarf and a dead human, both with gauntlets on, both with full vials in
4: both gauntlets. Cool. Uh. Rion is going to walk over to whichever, uh, let's say the dwarf, um, and taking out, um, they have, uh, yeah, just taking out their scimitar, is just going to slice open the, uh, or try and slice open the gauntlet on their arm and not worry too much about slicing it into the arm of the dead person. Just to get it off, see what's inside, see how it's connected. Okay, uh, make a make an
1: attack... Well, I would assume you'd use dexterity for your scimitar anyway, but yes. if not, roll it with dexterity <laughs> an attack roll. Oh, that's not great, but... 12. 12? Okay, no, that's fine. The, it, I'd, I'd say with advantage, because the figure is prone. And also dead, so still twelve. Okay, <laughs> so good to practice run. Oh no, no, <laughs> it's not. It's not like you come in and just go at it. You put the scimitar in and outwards, causing like right under probably where the where the the thumb and the finger bit meets, and you just rip all the way along there, and the gauntlet itself comes off. You can see that the needles haven't pierced into the skin, but you can like fully pierce into the skin. They were just hovering over the edge, like the small indentation of that they were going to go into the skin is there, but they hadn't broken the skin. And you can take the contraption off. When you go to pull it off, you can see that underneath it, there is a bunch of wires, Of green and blue that is underneath, that seems to be feeding into the gauntlet itself and sort of wraps around the strap part, the strap part area, uh, seemingly like a feeding fluid, as it was.
4: Right. Okay, cool.
1: Uh, Sorry, it's got two caps on the end, so it looks like it'd be plugged into something to fill them up. There we go. There we go. End of description.
4: (laughs) Um, cool. I hold it up to everyone. Um, I uh, I think it looks like if if we could get something underneath that one, maybe like a bit of thin metal or something to stop stop it piercing the ram when we're taking it apart. That's
3: exactly what I was thinking. Go mm-hmm.
0: shout! Go shout! Yeah. Very clever. Very clever. I like that.
5: Oh, right. I've, I've got a, a tinder. Ack will um, rummage in their pack and just pull out um, the a tinder box and slide the lid off, like this.
4: Give it a go, yeah. Who
1: would like Who... to be the person to try and slide this under the gauntlet?
3: What would be the necessary rules? Uh,
1: I would say a sleight of hand to be right. to be careful.
0: I, I could give it a try. Go on. I, th- I, th- I think you probably got more steady hands than me. Says shake with shaking hands.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> For podcast listeners.
4: Um, cool. Uh, yes, we'll just take a bit of metal and try and gently slide it under. Now,
1: Ak, would you like to help with this?
5: Uh, yeah, the, the idea is in general to be sort of giving uh, advice, but I w- will give guidance in a mechanical sense as well.
7: Okay. Okay.
1: So if because Miss Anna, you'd be quite adept at this as well, so you could give the advantage, and then Act, you could give the guidance on top of that as well. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So roll a sleight of hand check with advantage and a plus a d4,
4: please, Rion. Okay. That's uh, That gives me a 22.
1: Easily enough with guidance from both Ak and Misala, you're able to slip this bit of very thin metal from the tinderbox right underneath. It's going to stick out slightly, but with the way that you've sort of hogtied the elf, they're not going to be able to reach around grab it and try and pull it out but you can see you can see that it's you've probably broken off one of the needles in the process just like snapped it but it's not done anything it's, it just means that even if they did pull it out they would still wouldn't be able to inject themselves with that particular vial but yes you've achieved it perfectly cool
7: good job
4: uh, thanks sir. Uh, looking at i mean, so i uh, do you want to try the next bit? Dropping his arm off? I'm joking. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> At least yeah,
3: don't cut his one. arm off.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll help with the next bit.
3: Okay,
1: And the next bit is to remove this from this figure? I presume so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, make me a dexterity attack roll with your weapon of choice. With advantage because they're prime. They're not dead though, so you don't get any extra benefits.
2: Well, cool. I'm just trying to see if I've got like a knife or anything that might be easier to cut the leather with.
0: Could lend you a dagger. That's what you're after. So yeah, I can lend you a dagger. I don't oh, know. How to use be it. Great. Yes, thank you. It's it's definitely more of a kind of. Um, ceremonial not not necessarily ceremonial but like ornate that hasn't been used for stabbing.
3: Letter opener.
0: Yeah. Yeah. kind of sort of thing that you'd be given as a like five years of service gift.
2: (laughs) Okay, that's a
1: fifteen in total. Yep. So you takes a little bit of a little bit of wheeling, but you are able to cut a different angle to how Rion done it, but you are able to cut the gauntlet off of the Elven figure, and it just sort of falls limp around them. And you have one vile gauntlet, shall we say? Would
3: anyone mind if I take that?
5: Please. <laughs> I, I was going to suggest we perhaps take the vials to <sighs> Doctor Whipplestitch for analysis, but I suppose you could also have a look.
3: Well, we can definitely give that to Whipple Stitch. I'd just like to have a look at the technical parts of the gauntlet, how they're doing it, and see if there's any kind of um, insignia. Maybe, I don't know, we might mm-hmm. find a part made by somebody or something like that, I'm not sure.
0: Like a maker's mark. Let's go shout.
3: Good.
1: While this conversation is happening and you're all talking around the bodies, could everybody please make me a wisdom saving throw, please? Mm-mm. Another okay. one? Another one, yep.
0: Seven.
5: Ten. Fourteen.
3: Eight.
2: Twenty-one. <laughs> okay,
1: so for Ak and Armin, come to you in a moment. For the rest of you, those of you who failed, You notice a music has started to play, and you feel a presence begin to almost force its way into your mind. But as you try to speak internally within yourselves, you find that you're unable to. And from anybody who's looking from the outside, you all look like you've completely spaced out. A voice begins to speak to you within your mind, with a very intense echo. Ah, (laughs) I'm glad I got through to you. You'll make a fine addition to my lord's experiments. However, not yet. We still have some seeds to sow. Now, you're going to forget this and go back to your little investigation. We will be watching your every move. And when the time is right, you will join us. The voice dissipates from your heads, and you're able to go about as you did before, although you now have a massive headache and no memory of what just happened. From our audience's points of view, uh, as we zoom around our afflicted players, we'll call them. A small little dot has appeared right next to their temple, with a slight little crack. But it's not discernible by anybody else at this point.
5: My passive perception is twenty-two. Do I see this?
1: You see them space out, but you don't see anything full, because no, it's, like it's, like okay. it's like a very it's like it's like a pin at the minute. Sure, okay. For those of you who passed, you also notice that the music starts playing but you're able to resist and block the intrusion within your minds, although you don't know that it's happened. The two of you, Ak and Aman, you both follow the sound and instinctively turn towards the stage. And there you can see three figures stood. Each of them are wearing outfits that are very reminiscent of what uh, players of an orchestra might wear. One of them is holding a violin and is playing it. The second is holding a cello and is playing that. And the third, in the middle, wearing probably the fanciest of clothing, is wielding some sort of a wand and is waving it in perfect motion to the other two playing. And as you look towards them, they're as if they were an illusion. They just seemingly fade and disappear, and the music fades away.
0: So they've resorted to violence.
7: <laughs> Boo. It begins Boo.
3: <laughs>
1: So if uh, those of you Who were affected by that Could just, just take a note That you've been affected uh, I shall also keep a note That you've been affected as well May or may not come up later on oh, I don't know how this is going to go I do but I don't Anyway
5: <laughs> But Amon but and I remember the music Remember the people
1: you remember the music. You remember the people. You don't remember. You, you didn't feel any sort of intrusion
0: trying to yeah. come into your brain, yeah, though. Okay. We, we uh, and the others will remember see. the music as well. We remember the music, but we didn't see the people on stage.
1: You saw that you, yeah, you didn't see the people on the stage, yes, because you were completely spaced out at that point. So you sort of click back in as the
4: people disappear.
5: What was that? Oh no.
4: You, uh, do you mean that music?
5: Yes, and the people on the stage. And you, you, <coughs> you all. you. L- looked a little blank.
4: People oh. on the stage? I,
0: yes. Where?
5: On the, on the stage, Miss Sana.
0: Are, are you sure you're feeling. You know what? That's forwarded, Nick.
5: <laughs> Maybe see, I should sir. investigate you, you. The three of you looked confused. Can I say, if I if I shine a little light in their eyes uh, I actually have lights, so I'll they have a little like key in my bag that I'll cast light on and just <laughs> shine it in all of their eyes. Do they look okay? Does,
4: yeah. does anybody else have a really sore head?
3: Oh, yeah, that yeah. light's not
5: really
4: helping. No, no
5: Let it definitely hurts. <laughs> yep.
1: You feel like you've got like a, a really intense migraine coming on at the moment. Uh, the, the light from from Ak's little instrument is is not helping. Um, but uh, Ak, I will allow you to roll a
0: perception check.
5: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Optomancy. Okay. Okay.
5: Feel, That's a twenty-six.
1: <laughs> 26. Okay, so uh, you don't discern anything from their eyeballs or from behind their eyeballs, which you can clearly see with that perception check. But you do notice a very small red mark has appeared on the sides of their heads, although you can't d- determine what it is.
5: Hold on, Rhododendron, come come here. Oh yes, uh, 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 Mazana. Uh, uh, and hmm. Amon, do you see? Do you see this?
2: I'll, uh, I'll like lean in. Do I see it?
1: Uh, okay. With with guidance from Atkes, you would you would see a very small little like red, small little crack that has appeared in the sides
2: in their temples. Can I touch it? Uh, I mean,
3: whose head you poking?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just kind of like touch it. Whoever, whoever I've been asked
4: to come see. see so
5: I've been p- taking. I've been looking at all three of them and sort of peering in, and then we'll point point I out to you. if you or.
4: lifted up a hand to poke at Rion's head, they would they would not let you. come okay, so
2: <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. go poke your own head. No, you have something on your head. I want to see if it hurts. <laughs> they, do one of them. <laughs> All right. I turn to Rodin. I jump Rodin ahead of
7: my thing. Ow! Does I mean, it doesn't help the have...
2: headache.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's a, I don't know. I mean, I think that being prodded in the head would have helped with it uh, anyway. Do the other side. Make it even.
2: But Is it is it directly linked? Is that worse? And I tap on the other side.
1: As it hurt, as well. it's, it's the exact same as being tapped on the other side, it, it, hurts, it hurts your head, as in the headache that you have, but the actual scarring that's begin to, begun to appear doesn't cause you any additional pain, like when you poke a bruise or something, there's nothing like that. No, it's even.
2: Feels the same both sides. But it is strange, and it is strange that you three were the ones who, well, had a moment and could not see the musicians.
5: I do not like this. The people that were—this um, is Nat asking, actually, not asking, actually—not act. The the staff members that were in the other room that got spaced out. Mm. Um, did they? They worked at the theatre right before. They weren't just gang members. They were theatre.
1: Yeah, staff no, they're they're just civilian people who worked at the theatre.
5: And Amun-Ra told us about that as well, right? That they were acting strange and following orders uh-huh. I would like to take a moment to um to, to speak to some of the people you spoke to earlier Amon. um but I I think we ought to I think we ought to get Dr Whipplestitch to to look over the three of you and look into these vials I'm not sure I feel confident taking on a, a, a medical lead in this situation anymore Okay well
2: that sounds like a reasonable thing to do um I'm gonna tie up the body and then sling him over my
7: shoulder.
2: Pick the body up, sling them over. Uh, as tie you, them up first though.
1: Oh yeah, hook tie them up, sling them over your shoulder, and as you're not going to get stabbed in the back. Yeah. <laughs> as you go to leave, uh the you notice that the employees all have very confused looks on their faces and they're looking around. The foyer area, and you can hear them whispering amongst themselves, saying, what, "What are we doing here? What's going on? Can you remember anything that happened? I can't. No, that strange music—it was, it, the, yeah, there's some sort of odd symphony or something, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can hear them chatting amongst themselves.
2: Your boy, come here.
1: The the the, the young boy that you spoke to before just sort of looks at you was a bit and then toddles over. Uh, yes? Turn the side of your head.
2: This side? No, the other side. Oh, that side? Has he got a red mark there? You can see that there is a red mark there.
1: He's proficient in searching
2: for red marks now.
5: Hmm.
2: I think it's best they come with us too, maybe.
5: I think so. I think everyone ought to. Rody, can you jump?
0: Um, are you asking me to right now or are you asking me if this is something that is generally within my capabilities of a normal day
5: uh, DM Nat as a, a player is seeing if Rodie is compelled to um, follow the instruction
1: uh, you don't feel compelled to follow
0: axe orders I mean if you That's want to you can like no, I, 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 are, you, are you asking me to jump do you want me to jump I can jump
5: no, that 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 is all right. That is uh, that is enough for me. I am satisfied that you are all right for the moment. Well, pass the test. Turn around three times. You didn't say Simon says. Very good. I think we're all right at the moment.
1: Mm. Okay, you it's- leave the theatre. Outside, you can see that the gnashes are still present. Dead rats are nowhere to be seen. The paladin and clerics of Ogmar are stood outside with stretchers. You can see that they've bought a few extra stretchers just in case they needed them, because they weren't told how many bodies there were. So they've got extra stretchers to take extra bodies back to the temple if needed. Seeing the figure over your shoulder, Armin, the paladin will walk up to you. A very orcish gentleman will go, we can take this one back to the temple for you to question later if you want. We have means to restrain them so they don't escape. Saves you having to carry them.
2: I am a big believer in doing the job that I have been sent, so carrying them is my privilege. Thank you. Okay, well, take these in case you need them, and he hands you a pair of manacles. Cool, I will manacle this
1: person. Okay, and as you manacle them you watch as this strange yellow glow emanates from the manacles over the person's body. Effectively, there are manacles of hold person and they are now held permanently while the manacles are on.
5: In in the same like over Amun's shoulder position? They're stuck in that position?
1: Yep, so even if you take them off, they're going
2: to be in that position. (laughs) That's great. If that's the case, I'll hold them like a handbag. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like a satchel because the, the braces will be constantly still, won't they? Yeah. Carrying <laughs> so, yeah. Like a duffel bag. Yeah, sling them over my shoulder.
1: Uh, Horatio will approach all of you. Um, we heard noises. Hang on, no, he had a lot more, much more common voice than that. Uh, we heard voices coming from in there. Is everything all right? None of us. None of us wanted to enter because you know we didn't want to, you know, break the the treaty thing that we have going on. So everyone, all right? Yeah, you, know, you, you look a bit banged up. You got a few cuts and bruises in places. Uh, was it the dead rats? Did they do something?
4: <laughs> no, no, it's
1: something else. Something else, right? Okay. So, uh, I mean, if, if there's and if there's nothing else, then. What what's your plans now? Then you're gonna you're gonna bug off and investigate somewhere else. You're gonna you want to keep looking around here. Uh, what, what's what's the intention? Do
5: we, we don't think know it's yet. Wise to tell you the nature of our investigation, just in case you are still considered a, a suspect.
1: I mean, that's a fair, that's a very fair assumption. Uh, I I apologise if I've insulted your intelligence in any sort of way by suggesting that Uh, it's just whether or not the fine free folk can uh, open up the theatre again tonight. You know, once the bodies are cleared out and all that, we've got got a couple of the older couple of the old bands and things that want to get in there and perform tonight. So, you know, uh, would you like a pamphlet? Best not. Yes, please. Oh, oh! I, I goes to give it to oh and then or, or I, and gives it to Miss Anna instead. Okay,
5: oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I meant in, in regards to the the show going ahead tonight.
1: What do you, you think we shouldn't we shouldn't do it? Is there is is there a problem? Do you think there is going to be another attack?
0: I don't know why I've suddenly gone American. <laughs> it's an, it is an active crime scene. I mean. Even once the bodies have been removed, I mean, there might be something that we want to go back and investigate later, you know?
1: Right, so how long do you think that we're going to have to keep it closed for, then? You yeah, know, people's livelihoods here. Well, we're, we're taking all the stuff with us. Can't do that, surely. They're all, they're all like... Well, some of them aren't even 18 yet. Some of them haven't even been home. They've got
0: school to go to. I think their lives are at stake here. It's slightly more important than an education. And not a lot is. Right, okay. And um, what, you're taking them out of the district? Where, where Where do you plan on holding them? You
1: can't hold them. The guards, Neverwinter guards can't hold them in one of their stations.
5: We are not holding them anywhere. We are going to the Temple of Ogmar to just have them investigated and then they are free to go.
1: Oh, right, okay. And the paladin will stand forward and go, Um. we can take these employees to the temple for you if you'd like along with the bodies. The bodies will be covered up before you say anything um, we won't make that mistake again uh, so you don't have to worry about them seeing anything and we can well, they can be fed watered and other no. things that young folk do
5: we are, we, are, we are going there ourselves to speak to Dr Whipple Stitch so it makes sense for us to take them
1: Dr Whipple Stitch's Is currently missing. Act. You've been told this, and one of the clerics just starts nudging him in the shoulder.
5: I don't understand why you are also participating in this cruel trick. It is very unlike you.
1: I I look towards the cleric. I I apologise. Right. Okay. Um, We'll remove the bodies, and we'll see you back at. The temple. Uh, make sure you all get some rest. Uh, it's a bit of a journey back,
2: and I'm making an insight check on all of that in terms of Ak and the uh, and the paladins and the clerics. Yep.
4: You I mean, can fine, certainly do that, much, but I'm going to make a check anyway. Yeah. Oh. Natural twenty for a
7: twenty-four.
2: Oh,
1: nice. Yeah, so with A twenty four, you can definitely tell that there's something up with the cleric and the paladin. Um, you're not; they seem to be. What's the word? Um, I'm trying to think of what the word is. It is they're not trying to push the issue on, Ak. Uh Ak, what do they? What does Armin get from you?
5: Um, They have before, perhaps, uh, had a frosty relationship with the other clerics, Um, but it's possible that the the other clerics are telling the truth and Ak is in denial.
1: You can see that the cleric and the paladin are... I want to say being protective of Ak. But in the sense of protecting themselves so that they don't get a scolding from Doctor Whipplesnitch for picking on Ack,
0: Ack it's a... Um Did you want to check in on Doctor Whipplesnitch? Yes. Does anybody know sending?
5: Sending? Sending? I... I do. You do? Uh, I do, I do. I'd forgotten that. Well, well, I I, I suppose if it would take time away from our investigation to go to the temple, then I suppose I could send her a message. I, I thought it might be helpful as part of the investigation to take the vials to her.
2: Amun are, like, I guess they've kind of known each other for a few days now. (laughs) Uh, So Amun will feel comfortable enough, like, just putting his hand on Ak's shoulder and just say, if you want to wait to talk to Whipperstitch till we get to the Temple of Ogma, that is perfectly fine as well.
0: Exactly, exactly. Do do whatever's gonna make you feel most comfortable. I just thought maybe, you know, it might be a weight off your mind just to, to hear to, to hear their voice.
2: Just do what you need to do to prepare yourself.
5: Exactly. Prepare myself for what? Why why are Whatever you speaking you... as if I need comfort? It is a matter of practicality. Okay. I do not know. Everyone think has gone that, silent. Uh,
2: I do not think that they are uh, playing a prank on you.
5: But it does not make sense.
2: Yes. It doesn't. Most jokes do.
5: But she can't have gone. Well. Why not? Because she can't.
4: Whatever we can walk, they couldn't go.
5: Excuse me. I think Ak will uh, start heading towards the the gates and probably start walking in the temp- in the direction of the Temple of Ogma. Um, I don't know how long you think that would take.
1: A while. I wasn't very specific on it before because I sort of like sped rush through it. But it's going to take you probably two hours in order for you to okay. get to the temple itself. It's it's a bit of a trek. Hence, why Doctor Wilberstich was able to disappear in the first place, because it's a bit of a trick. Uh, during this time, the uh, Horatio has been sort of snooping around Armin, uh, not listening, not listening in on the conversation, but looking over the body that you've got sort of duffel bagged over your shoulder at the moment. And as he looks around, he goes, I knew it. I bloody knew it. Look, he's got one of them dead rat bits of armour on him.
2: Can I grab him? Yeah. And uh, just pull him in close and just say, this is currently part of an investigation. Please do not make assumptions of things that you don't understand. The dead rats have lost a lot of territory and there's a lot of armour. These people might have been using it. Before you jump to conclusions, think, and then chucks him aside.
1: And walks after that. Right, and he puts his hand up, and you can see about twenty Nashes who have come out of the woodwork with weapons drawn. Sort of stop and put their weapons back as he's raised his hand. I tell you what, as he as you walk away, he goes right. I tell you what, it's got to do something to do with them bloody idiots losing that bit of territory, they're pushing up, they're taking our people, turning other people into wear-outs, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, and I don't know why he suddenly started telling you for what and all that, <laughs> but he's doing it anyway. And
0: fireball them. And fireball. He just very quick.
1: No! <laughs> he shouts the odds as you walk away. Is everybody else following with Akan Amun? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So very swiftly, with Duffel Bag in hand, walk towards the the gates that lead out of the Blue Lake District. And as you all approach, uh, you notice that for some reason the same guards are on duty that were on duty before, and they look to you as you approach with completely blank looks on their faces like they've never seen you before. Uh, which, who out of all of you, who carries weapons? <laughs> I guess it's going to be Armin, Rion. Oh, and Zana, Okay.
5: Technically, have a crossbow.
7: Okay. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so act as That's you get.
7: Time.
0: To,
1: yeah. Act as you get to the gate first. Uh, they see your cleric robes and they allow you entry without question. But the rest of you, though, they do say that they need to register the weapons that you're bringing into the district and I need to write an address, a living address down in case any incidents happen within the city uh, with uh, outside of the Blue Lake District.
4: Um, I spoke to us only. Yeah, sorry. Can I then... I would be at the back of the group and as they're asking all of this to everybody, I'd like to stealth round the corner. <laughs> um, and I have... Uh, I've got just a little bag that's got a pair of like soft shoes and a sort of cowl thing that I put on, uh, and use an action and try and turn turn into um, a very tall, very beautiful Eladrin woman, Um, and um, like yeah, the sort of uh, sort of raggedy robes and clothes that I had turn into what ends up being like sort of a loose baggy skirt and like a top that shows off the midriff. This is just Rion's act like most beautiful woman that he ever saw and or, or they ever saw and uses this as a way to get grown-ups to take them seriously sometimes. Um And Uh, will pull out uh, of the bag as well as they come back and join the rest of the group at the back. Um, It's uh, a forged, like, I don't know, license for some sort of private investigator or something that they have created with their forgery kit.
1: I'd say with your ability to navigate the city quite efficiently, you are, you probably have like a whole, like, uh, what, like a seat, you know, like the old CDs that you yeah, stick yeah, yeah. in. The th- you've got like a whole ring of those different yeah, fake IDs and stuff a in. Bunch of things. Yeah, so you're able to pull out an ID, and as uh, depending on if anybody else is going to register their weaponry as they enter, all we are asked for is what weapons you carry and what address you reside at, in case there's any so issues.
2: You, we saw you on the way in. You said you wouldn't stop us. Oh, uh, yeah, we- Sorry, I uh, I don't
1: remember you.
0: If you've seen us twice. I mean, we came from the shop earlier. We've we've been through to the pub on that side. Come back. Can we just not just put a ditto? Uh
1: sorry. We've only just come on shift. Um,
2: can I see the side of your head? Uh, <laughs> why? Because I was just investigating a murder, and I spoke to you earlier, and you have completely forgotten me. Can I see the side of your head, please? Okay, he takes his helmet off, nothing on his
1: head. Uh, You can make me an insight check with advantage though. Yep. Okay, I think that's only a 14. That's pretty easy to notice that when he takes his helmet off, not only does he look like he has undergone some form of compulsion Recently, looks very tired. He also has two puncher holes in his neck, and he puts the helmet back on, covering it all up. I'm I'm sorry, sir. Um, we we're going to have to take uh note of the weapons as you have, and also an address as you live at, in case there are any other incidences on our shift. Someone's going to
2: gently put the prisoner down on the ground. <laughs> Why are you carrying a body? Told you, I was making an investigation. And I think he slowly pulls out the adaptive sword. <laughs> if you want to take... is going to put a
3: hand <laughs> on you. Like, no, no, no. It's all, it's all right. Don't, don't how to do that. Yet. Don't, Would you'd okay, like to take
2: your helmet off once more for me, please. Um, I... But why? I I did it out of... You currently have two bite marks from a vampire on your neck. Do I? Takes his helmet off and... What? When did that happen? Recently. I'm just gonna look at the other ones, just seeing if any of them make a move.
1: They all just stand there looking... You can't really see their faces because they've got the sort of helmets on with like the almost like the T shape. Yeah. So you can see their eyes, and their eyes are quite wide, uh, seeing uh, what's happened. One of them will step forward. A dwarven, dwarven person will step forward and go. Uh, 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 Jimmy here went for a toilet break about about an hour ago and came back, and we were like, "Jimmy, your shift finished, mate. You need to go home." And he was like, "No, I've just started." So we were like, "Okay, well, we'll take the free work."
2: Do you recognise me
1: from earlier? I wasn't on shift earlier. He was, I wasn't.
2: So it's just him? Out of the group, it's just him?
1: Yes. We, we all started about... I was about an hour and a half ago, and he went for a toilet break, and we all thought he'd gone home, and then he just reappeared and was like, yeah, I'm here to start my shift. And we're like, well, you didn't have much for a break, did you, mate? You're supposed to be back in the morning to take over from us, but he's insisting on staying. He's insisting that he's not work today. His face says get your, otherwise, he looks, get your he looks friend
2: knackered. To a, get your friend to a holy healer or something, because they have been afflicted by something that might control their minds soon. And then he'll put the sword away, pick up the body, and walk past them all.
1: Right, uh, we still need to... Oh, uh, uh, I mean, uh, 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 all right, you look, just don't say anything. If you see any other guards and they ask you for any sort of... Like, have you registered your weapons? Just to say just say you have, right? Um, I'll just note down a brief description. Uh, what tavern do
0: you guys, do you all frequent? Uh, what was the name of the tavern that we went to sleeping last episode? Dragon. The- sleeping Dragon, thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, just just the Sleeping Dragon. It'd be that one. Sleeping Dragon, right. Melnor, okay. Uh, we came we- through at
1: 11.40, look. Okay, right. Uh, uh, Oh, okay. I'll tell you what. Yeah, uh, we'll put down that your weapons are registered to Melnor Sinclair at the Sleeping Dragon. Good friends with that person. They're 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 cool. Uh, they'll probably vouch for you, I reckon. Uh, judging by you, points to Rion that they they they'll 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 probably vouch for you. Um, oh yeah, good. Go 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 go. And sort of shoes you on as they sort of cradle their friend who who's been seemingly bitten by a vampire. Was that a I'm clue? Gonna... Should we have gotten them come in with us? Taken half of men and never
5: Neverwinter back to the Temple of with you. <laughs> come! <laughs> just over on marching.
1: You do still have the employees of the theatre walking behind you as well. and they're, they're a bit sort of confused as to what's going on.
0: I hope none of them had weapons on him. No, none of them got registered.
3: I'm also going to quickly get on my giant beetle and and quick I'm just going to go help it like zoom ahead to <laughs> I can get you to the to the temple a little quicker on BD. You want to come up we'll get up there quicker.
5: Uh, uh yes, uh th- mm-hmm. thank you. Um oh. wait. Is, is this Is this the logical next step? I don't want to. We have an investigation. We're being charged with taking care of. If this is too much time to take out, then we, we should continue with the investigation. Uh, this is Am I being emotional?
3: This is important to you, darling. I'd, I'd rather you have peace of mind if we go any further. All right. And you're being perfectly logical. The Whipple Stitch kim chick their vials. If they're there, of course. Uh, I'd rather you feel better. Very well. Alright. Thank you. You're welcome. I <laughs> okay, feel speed on a bagel. <laughs> you
1: hear almost like a tire screeching noise as you zoom
2: off. Mm-hmm. Speed <laughs> on a bagel. <laughs> Leaving the other three Sounds two. like my breakfast. <laughs>
3: It's
1: a beetle. Beetle bagel.
3: My <laughs> bagel. beetle bagel.
1: So that will okay, cut bagel. your travel time to the Temple of Vogmar down by half. You'll go past various different locations on the way, including uh, the Sleeping Dragon and uh, a certain shop that is owned by two of our players. What are the rest of you doing while Zana and Ak make their way to
4: the temple?
2: into uh, the temple
4: I would ask Rudy and Amun as we walk along um, do either of you know anything about uh, magic daggers? Um. or actually I mean really just do you know like do you have to tell if a dagger is even definitely
0: magic or not? Oops. I mean sorry Surprisingly, that's not that's not one of my um, my specialisms. But um, I think it's something that I could probably whip something together. Unless well, Mazana you you're able to to identify things, are you?
3: I'm zooming an hour on a ahead of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you?
0: yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, where would Mazana go? Oh, she um, went ahead with Ak. Oh, of course. Um. All right, we'll tell you what. It's not. It's not something that I'm um, particularly, you know. Um, it's not something that I know exactly how to do all the time, but it's something that I can probably work out with a little bit of elbow grease. So, um, I kind of activate the um, the apparatus again, and um, these kind of vials and um, spinning weird arcane gyroscopy type things, kind of. Pop out. Um, I'm going to use my Mizium apparatus to try and cast Identify, which I'm actually really surprised it didn't take. Um, but here you go. I'm going to attempt to uh, attempt to cast it without knowing how to cast it. Um. So, um, I have to roll a dice and. The DC will be um twelve for a um for a level one spell. Do that? Uh,
1: is that an arcana check or is it just a flat D twenty roll?
0: I'm presuming I have to use a spell slot for this as well, because um I don't think you can ritual cast for, with the Mizium. Um I have to make an Arcana roll. So I'm fairly fairly likely I've got a plus five. Yeah, this is seventeen. Um, so yeah, using the apparatus, I just kind of work out how to to cast identify. Like the the, the, the spinning gyroscope things start kind of projecting um, formulas and stuff, and I read it and go, "Oh, yeah, that's 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 how you do it, a cast." <laughs> and I, I knew that one. Um, and yeah, I would like to cast identify. Okay, so the dagger
1: itself uh, has a very faint magical aura around it basic a uh, basic uh, protection magic on it mm-hmm. um you would surmise that it is protected from uh, eroding due to age
7: but, but that's about it
0: okay sorry I should have checked my spells first. I was in the wrong slot, and I th- apparently, I do know how to cast Identify, but um, I only have it prepared as a ritual. So, short of stopping in the middle of the road, I think that was the best way of doing it. Anyway, I mean, that's a cool description as well. So, yeah, yeah that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So, it, but it doesn't have any like speci- special magic properties. It's not like a dagger of vampire binding or
1: no, no. It's just it's just protected from. From eroding, basically. Uh, Mm. With the Identify spell, I would probably say that you would find that the dagger is probably close to four, maybe five hundred years old. Mm. But it
0: looks like it was made at a blacksmith's yesterday. Oh, wow. Um, This is a 500 year old dagger, if you believe it. It's got a powerful spell that stops it from um, feeling, you know, the, the withering, eroding effects of age.
4: Um if it's, it's, so it's Mask and Shadows dagger, what do I know of it in ter- in terms of that? Uh, you can make a history check for me. Yeah. Claire's.
1: Six. You remember Mask and Shadows mentioning that it was a family dagger?
4: And that's it. Yeah. That's... that's fair. Well, uh, yeah, Mask said it was... it was a family thing, I... didn't think it would be that old. It doesn't look that old.
0: That's... that's... I literally said it's got the... the thing on it that stops it from looking old. Yeah, I... know, but... But if... I could, you know, we could dispel it and then it should start to show the age that it actually is. Oh. And we'll grab it back just say we could no you can oh I won't but I can but I won't a moon has been like walking
2: alongside them whilst they've been checked and and just at that point it goes I had the magic dagger once killed a vampire with it uh it could suck the life force out of them but I dropped it down a well
4: did it? Did it make you see a house in the snow?
2: Once, but that wasn't because of the dagger. What? What was it? I was very drunk, <laughs> and that's when I woke up.
1: <laughs> and on that note, we will shift over to
4: uh, Zana and. Ak with Rodi, so I just need to add that very much is a dagger back in the in the belt and a huff and a walk ahead a bit. Just like, ah, oh, years That's
1: fair. So while Rion, Armin and Rodi make their way towards the temple, it'll take you slightly longer, probably about 30 minutes longer than uh, Sana and Ack to get there. But you're making your way there. As Miss Sana and Ak get there, you see the Temple of Ogmar. To be fair, you're in the Protector's Enclave at the moment. Anywhere that you are within the Protector's Enclave, you can see the Temple of Ogmar. It's considered one of the most impressive buildings in Neverwinter. It's an impressively tall building that can be seen from almost anywhere in the Plato's Enclave, which I've just said, but I'm reading it, so that's my fault. And even beyond the building itself, it has these massive, almost like stained glass windows with a very arched roof. Parts of it have got holes in the roof and in some of the, some of glass panels that are missing and some of the archways buckled in places as it's still undergoing repairs from when the ruining happened but the building itself is still very very impressive So just
5: to clarify even with the building work on it this is the tallest building in this protector's enclave
1: exactly yes you right, can see okay. it from anywhere right okay I, great. I, I just really wanted to hone yeah. in on that point
5: mm-hmm. I wasn't sure before but now I am
1: yeah 100% now but as you both Sort of pull up, almost full on wheel grind to a stop outside and get on off. a giant beetle, pull of it. Yeah. You can take a little walk into the temple if you wish. Mm hmm. Okay, so as you walk into the temple, the main shrine to Ogmar is located on the ground floor which is open to for public access. Uh, there's also a common library which holds books, scrolls and public government records which are readily available to anybody who wants to come and have a look. The area that you would be focused on at would be the Undercroft. This is where more private prayers are normally taking place as well as funeral rites which yourself and wicklestitch would perform that's your main area of working it's also home to somewhere called the vault of tomes which is a very secure and private library that contains some of the rarest and most valuable books that you wouldn't find in candle keep or that aren't you know if there's any books that aren't in candle keep they're in there
5: suck it candle yeah <laughs>
1: we got them <laughs> Uh, but as you walk into the main sort of public area you can see that there are two clerics sort of milling around to uh, various people who are praying and putting candles down for loved ones or prayers to ogmar various different traditions that they have you can also see that there is a paladin who's stood with their back to you and you can see a figure stood sort of in uh in front of them but in between you and the paladin Melnor basically is in the temple and they've got their arms crossed and they're just they're looking at the paladin shaking their head and you can see that there's a little halfling stood next to them who's taking notes on what the paladin is saying and Melnor spots the pair of you walk in and goes, ah oh, yes uh, uh, Zana, Ak uh, uh, how are you both doing?
5: I'm just going to Keep walking past.
1: Ak, I'm. I'm sorry to hear about Ak. I, is uh, are they okay?
3: They're all right. They're they just gotta check some things. Just they gotta make sure what's going on.
1: Uh, um, okay. Uh, uh, may I come with you?
3: If you like, you just gotta be, gotta be a little careful. That's all.
1: Okay. <clears throat> all right. Okay. And they'll follow behind you. Uh, you make your way down into the Undercroft area. Uh, as I said, it's. A p- more of a private area, so you have to be given permission to go in. Ack being Ack, you are able to go in quite easily. Uh, seeing that Zana is with you, Zana is allowed entry as well, and Melnor is Melnor, so we'll just sort of come down anyway. Uh, you walk down into the Undercroft area. You can see right off in the distance where the doors to the vault are, and you can see there's a little room off to the side that's got the private prayer chambers in it and then you can walk directly towards where the vault is Turn left and you walk into another large open area which is basically where the you know, right room slash mortuary area is and as you walk in there is nobody in there and there are no bodies on any slabs or anything. It's just a completely empty room.
5: Dr Whipplestitch, we have collected some Evidence from the crime scene that we think it might be pertinent for you to investigate?
1: There's no reply. With your passive perception, you can see that there is a cup of hot liquid, or what was hot liquid, sitting on a tray on the desk that Dr. Whipple Stitch normally works at
5: but it's uh, it's very much cold it's not like it was warm recently
1: it's very cold it doesn't look like it's been drunk yeah. from at all there's a couple of biscuits there that you know that doctor Whipple stitch will eat um and share but they've not been touched um, one a cleric comes out of one of uh, out of the private prayer chamber and will say to you i i i bought him um, tea and biscuits for for the doctor f- upon their return but but um, she never showed up. So, um, and then we obviously heard that uh, her necklace was found in the alleyway to the side of the temple, and uh, and um, we called for
5: you gonna, to be told. While they're still talking, I'm just going to go take a biscuit and then charge out again. I'm heading towards the alleyway.
1: <laughs> go up, Melnor. Melnor's like completely blustered as to what's going on, and. Uh, Miss Anna, what did you find at the at the at the theatre?
7: Um
3: uh, we found we found a lot of things, but I need to go go be with my associate. I I want to make sure they're okay. Okay, uh, that the others will be here soon to tell you all about it. I promise.
7: Okay,
1: I'll, I'll wait here. After. <laughs> uh, as as you begin walking upstairs, you just hear Nor say to the cleric, um, "I'll have a cup of tea if, if you've got one going." and you follow up, and uh, as you enter, exit out of the temple and make your way down to where the side alleyway is, that is where Rion, Rodi, and Amun will catch up with you. And I think that's also a good time for us to take a quick five to 10 minute break. Thank you very much, everybody, for watching, and we will see you in a bit. Make sure you hydrate and stretch your legs. Welcome back, everybody. In our first session, our group of investigators did some more investigating, as it were. They discovered a few more things. We had a few visions for Rion. Amun had some taste issues. Uh, We worked out how some contraptions may or may not work. We discovered that there's a lot of mind control going on, and some, mm, all, Maybe three of our players are affected by some sort of thing that might come up later on in this four-parter? I don't know. (laughs) You might know, I don't. Anyway, we ended our session... We ended the first part, sorry, with Ak and Zana coming out of the Temple of Ogmar in the Protector's Enclave and going into the side, an alleyway that's just to the side of the temple itself, where... It has been told numerous times that this is where Doctor Whipple Stitch was taken. As you've both gone into this alleyway, you have been met up with by Rodi um, Armin, and Rion, who took a leisurely walk towards you. Uh, whereas the pair of you both decided to ride on Zana's beetle to get here, a little bit quicker. That is where we're going to pick up as you enter into this alleyway. The building on. The, sort of the wall on the right hand side is the, is part of the temple itself and then on the other side is rows of houses that go down probably about 30 feet it just we'll, looks like a manky dirty alleyway, sorry
5: very good uh, we'll we'll stalk into the well, stalk, basically have stormed out of the temple round the temple, down to the alleyway and just sort of stand there just looking. Can I perceive? You anything? can make a perception
3: check.
7: Yeah.
3: I'm carefully coming in beside.
5: No, that's persuasion. I don't need to persuade the alleyway. Perceive mm.
3: it. <laughs> hey, Alley. Persuade me to oh, tell you. S- that was a I did that last session.
5: On the dice plus uh, seven, so twenty-four.
1: Twenty-four. Okay, so the first thing you notice is Zana very carefully coming up beside you. The second thing you notice is about ten feet into the alleyway, there are some rubbish bags that have been piled up against one of the houses, and it looks like they they've been spilled over and ripped open, and there is just there's a. Like a thick layer of mud in this alleyway as well, and you can see what looks to be drag marks coming from where the rubbish bins are, going further down the alleyway.
5: Doctor Whipplestitch, this is not your usual hideout. I will, I will concede. Uh, if this is part of the game, then uh, you are doing very well.
7: You don't
1: get a reply. You probably hear a cough come from some random place, but you don't hear, see anybody in the alleyway.
5: Well, go over to the cough.
1: You walk out of the alleyway and you end up Oh, I thought
5: just... oh, 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 you meant, like, in the alleyway. No, yeah,
1: no not, not in the alleyway, sorry.
5: <laughs> just, no, it's
1: just yeah. it's everything, everything is dead quiet and the only thing that you hear is, like, oh, i from somewhere.
5: Well, um, sit down. Back against the, the wall of the temple, pull the quill out from their robes, and uh draw um draw a short line uh which is the equivalent of a short piece of copper wire. Um and cast sending. Okay. As Rodi suggested. hmm Uh Doctor Whipplestitch? Please, may I inquire as to your whereabouts at this current time? I believe the others are playing a trick.
1: You send that message off. What are the rest of you doing as you all come into the alleyway as well?
3: I'm gently investigating around the alleyway, staying close. I don't act that well so I don't know if they need like physical comfort or just to be around but I'm there but I'm also quickly checking if I see anything dodgy other than some bins
1: you can make an investigation check if you'd like thank you what are Rodi, Armin and Rion what would you like to do
2: I would like to have sent the um, the employees of the shop into the church. Maybe handed off the uh, body to them. Just so like carry it and it'd be fine.
7: Uh, the
1: the the paladin who you'd seen before is like, oh, oh, that's one of that's one of our. Oh, okay, yes, and we'll go down into the undercroft to take them into uh, the funeral right room, as they don't then, have as they don't have anywhere the way they can
4: question
2: people. Then just head to the alleyway with Ak and Miss Zana.
4: Okay. Um, yeah, upon reaching the alleyway, if Zana is investigating, I think Rion thinks they know a fair bit about alleyways and bins being a street urchin, so we'll help with the investigation. Okay, so Miss Zana, uh, whatever you rolled... Uh, Nine. You can roll with
1: advantage because of Rion.
3: Oh, thank goodness, thank you. <laughs>
1: Seventeen. Seventeen, mm. awesome. And you, Rodi. what
0: were you doing? Um, I think Rodi at this point is just kind of going along with what the crowd is doing. Um, isn't particularly like actively doing anything. Just kind of, I guess, we'll, we'll be kind of looking around, like watching over the everyone's backs. And, but, but yeah, I'm not not investigating. I think that's in that's that's in hand.
1: Okay. So as Amun takes the held unconscious elf into the building uh Rhodey, you sort of stand in between where the entrance way to the temple is and where the entrance way to the alleyway is a sort of like the go between to sort of point out where everybody is mm-hmm. seeing Miss Zana walk forward and begin to investigate the scene itself Rion you walk forward and you begin pointing out you're very adept at how to navigate an alleyway that's not meant to sound as condescending as it does um but it's you, one of the skills it's one of your skills you walk up and you both between the pair of you you notice that these drag marks go off around the corner into another little side alleyway and then disappear into what looks to be uh like a glass window that leads into one of the houses And you also notice that there's more than just drag marks. There are various foot and potentially hand prints around where the drag marks are.
0: Um, the drag marks look like they were made by someone who was unconscious or someone who was kicking and screaming and trying not to be dragged. Like, how disturbed is the earth? Is it, is it like just straight lines from a... a- you know, comatose person being pulled. Just,
1: yeah, just straight lines. Yeah, mm. But you can see with the investigation check that it's not just feet that have gone into dragging this body. You know, whoever's dragged them was probably could have been on all fours and was dragging them that way. They could have been stood up and dragging. There's various different ways. that it's Yeah, it's just weird that there's handprints on the floor. That's probably the biggest takeaway from it.
5: It's also sort of weird that they needed to be dragging in the first place, given how small she is.
3: Yeah. Donna's going to make her way back to Ak and just kneel down in front of them, waiting for them to finish.
1: So, Ak, you've been waiting. This little investigation dropping off the, the civilians and coming, everybody coming back into the alleyway it happened... Once you'd sent the message, so it's probably within about three, four minutes. And you get, like, that notification ping that somebody's trying to send you a message back. And as the message comes in, I'm going to need you to make a wisdom saving throw to start off with, please.
7: Right. Oh, no. Oh, oh, there it is. Uh, that's
5: a
1: nine. Okay, so you your head is instantly, nobody else hears this, your head is instantly flooded with that music that you heard before, which is ironic because I've got that music playing in my head right now. <laughs> uh, but that, you've got that music flooding into your head and you just hear, hello there, <laughs> Dr. Whipple Stitch cannot come to the sending stone right now. Please leave a message after the beep. Oh, also when I call upon you, Mm-mm. Another plaything for my lords to experiment with, I think. <laughs> yeah. I know it cuts off because his laughs take up 25 words.
4: <laughs> uh,
5: hello, Dr. Whipplestitch. I don't know who that person is. Please, could you let me know that you are all right?
1: You can send in again.
5: No, it said to leave a message after the...
1: Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, The... odd thing is, is that... obviously the others don't remember this, because they were told to forget. There weren't enough words for this person to tell you to forget what happened. So you remember the music, you remember the intrusion into your mind, and you remember exactly what this person said to you. Hmm... And if you were to feel the side of your head, you would feel a very small crack has appeared next to your temple. If would Kenku have temples? I would assume so. But around yeah, but I've where, got that tiny
5: area. feathers rather than skin, so I guess it might yeah. be less noticeable. But I'd be able to feel it, maybe. Yeah. Okay.
2: I'd say Kenku's would have temples, depending on what gods they worship. Really.
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, Wait, that, that deserves a boo
5: <laughs> never y'all loved it really <laughs> so.
0: I'm only booing you because you, you were a second behind like in front of me I was about to make that joke <laughs>
5: uh japes uh good <laughs> um we'll sort of come out of that I guess trance and see Mizana directly in front of me um did you did you hear that music again?
3: No, I didn't.
5: Did you I'm guessing. Yes. Oh. And and the voice that laughed like Josh. Could you please recreate the laugh as Ak opens their mouth?
7: <laughs>
1: as that comes out of Ak's mouth.
3: Uh, no, I don't know the laugh. What
2: did it
5: say to you? They said that Ms. Zana, uh, not Ms. Zana, they said that Dr. Whipple Stitch could not come to the Sending Stone right now. And that I've, I will, in fact, just because my brain is not there, but will repeat verbatim because Kenku can do that, what this person said in that voice.
1: In that exact voice, yeah. And all of you editors, <laughs> editors.
7: Hello
1: there. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs>
5: Just, I
1: personally can't remember what I said either.
5: <laughs> Something smug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> smug enemy. Bear. But yes, um, you will hear what Ak has said. And for Miss Anna and Rion, you've also discovered what you have discovered with the drag marks as well.
4: Um, I would like to... Um... After Xana has walked off. I'm not intentionally waiting for that, just that's what happened. Um Rion will you said there was footprints and handprints, like yes. footprints or shoe prints? Shoe prints. Shoe prints, okay. Um, but Rion will crouch down um like on on their sort of on their haunches and put reach their hand out next to the handprint on the floor, on the ground, uh, and will change into different people trying to work out, uh, like, I'm not expecting like, oh, I have seen this person, I can recognise them from the handprint, but like, trying to get some sort of clue to who or what kind of creature it was. Okay, so you go through the, it's going to take you a little while to do it,
1: because it takes you a little while to do your transformation. So you go through various different forms that you've seen today, recently, in the past couple of days, maybe the past couple of weeks, you try appearing as Mask, you try appearing as each of the hooded figures that you fought, you appear as the Nashes. you appear as a dead rat, a wear rat and your paw fits into place.
4: Cool, uh, I would change then into uh, probably another another orphan child, um, so yes, uh, I can't even remember, I think it was an elf and then a dragonborn, so uh, a young tiefling, skinny with dark uh, kind of purple skin, um, walks and joins everybody. You all know at this point that it's real. Still wearing the same clothing. Uh, and pro- I think probably joins just in time to hear uh, Ak reciting everything. I uh, I think one of the, uh, well, the handprints over there, is, they're from a wear rat Rat? Okay. Would suggest the dead rats are involved somehow. Well... They took
2: a section of their territory, so it is also possible they took a section of their manpower. I think if we want to find them, that would be the best place to look.
5: I am somewhat concerned about the the message that was left with me. this uh, implications that uh, I am presumably the three of you as well. Maybe. I
0: don't remember anything the... being said. <clears throat> no, me neither. Do you
5: have this mark? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is that. The voice says... You... I'm,
4: not, I'm not used to not being able to make things like that go away.
5: That is highly unusual.
4: Is there anyone else here that could... Check us out, or like another doctor.
5: Would I? Would I know?
1: There, there is a um, not famous but well-known uh, dentomancer who might be able to help, but their field still the
5: teeth, <laughs> teeth. Yeah, but their, their
1: particular <laughs> field of uh, expertise is in teeth so maybe not
5: teeth and brains
1: but, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. as it is mind like psychic based the the that you saw at the Blue Lake theater might be able to help. Melnor is also a source of um, information who might be able to point you in the direction of something as well. Um, whatever information you need, to, uh, they did say to you um, when giving you the mission that if there was anything you were ever stuck on to ask and that you can help.
2: Our moon would like to, he'd probably like tilt his head and sort of say my experience, it is usually mind control ending with the source of the mind control being put to rest. I would say that if we find these musicians and maybe the lords that they serve and we end them, for lack of a better phrase, then uh, there is nothing to worry about.
5: Yes, we should do that, and then that would prevent us from being used for whatever nefarious purposes they have and maybe in the meantime once we finish that investigation Dr. Whipple Stitch will return from her game of hide and seek
3: we found some uh, markings that may lead to something um if Dr. Whipple Stitch was taken it could not be them it might be them but we did find some evidence of it, and it goes into a house
0: back there. Seems like a lead. Something mm-hmm. to, to follow, isn't it?
7: Mm-hmm.
0: How, how big was the window?
1: It's big enough for a person to fit through. You, I'd say, without having to roll any sort of a check for Huey on, you would know that this is... It's not an it's not something that you've this area isn't something that you've used, but you know of areas around the city that are used for your group to navigate the city without being seen. So it's not unheard of for other groups to potentially use it for use same the same sort of locations for
4: smuggling. Right. Well I mean it went inside an house it... I mean, it could be used for all sorts of things, like there's, there's smugglers, there's... I mean, my lot pickpocket a lot, and we use different ways of getting around the city, but...
5: Rian, your your friend who went missing, but that we saw at the theatre... Yeah. you You know this city very well, correct? Yeah. But... Sorry, she, they? Uh, Mask? Yeah.
4: Uh, She, I think. Mm -hmm.
5: But she disappeared from you to a place that you did not know.
4: Uh, At this point, uh, yeah. DM, what do I know of? So in
1: terms of when Mask disappeared, it was a case of that she was sent on an errand by Melnor and didn't return there's no indication as to where she's gone or or, or anything like that
4: well I just mean like I don't know if she was in a place I don't know about but uh, I didn't know where she was and nobody had seen her for for weeks I mean sometimes we were We won't see each other for a while, like go on jobs and have to hide out afterwards or lie low or whatever, but this time it felt different, as well.
5: I think investigating the house at the end of the alleyway that you found may be a good course of action. I was wondering if, as uh, Melnor is nearby, maybe we should check in with them about the particular mission that uh, Masks in Shadows was sent on and whether that was within the city, because if it was, then we know we can narrow down where she was taken to the places you do not know. Which is considerably fewer than the places you do, presumably.
4: Uh, Yeah. From, I think, from your, uh, from your insights, particularly, you've, the logic, has has, as Rion has lost the logic of exactly what you're talking about but it's like yes this person seems to know what's going on to or have a plan so yes just let's agree and go with it
2: we should Um, probably um speak to the half-elf we capture captured as well see if we can get any information from them now knowing that whatever device was trapped on them has been taken off
4: and uh, well, this is this is Mask's dagger, and when I picked it up er- earlier, I I thought I was somewhere else. So it f- felt like it was somewhere else, and and I saw Mask, but then then I was just back in the theater. Josh, DM, uh, um, oh. the <laughs> can I ask? Did I recognize the house or the the, the place I was at all? It looked
1: very similar. To the
4: orphanage. Right. I mean, I think my memories of that are very, very hazy <coughs> anyway. Yeah. So
0: uh what were you saying, Rody Oh, I was just gonna say, um from my identifying of the dagger, like though that doesn't sound like something that the dagger inherently should be able to do, right?
1: What the protection on it?
0: No, so um causing um, Rion to have a hallucination of, you yeah. know, snowy... That's, yeah. Um, so the, the, the strange thing is that, you know, there are artifacts that that give you visions and make you see things that have happened or will happen or are happening, but um, that dagger's not one of them. Whatever it was that made you have that vision is um, external to your friend's dagger. Oh, right. And why do you didn't have any connection to a snowy place?
4: I mean, sort of. We, uh, before we came to Neverwinter, we lived somewhere else. And I think that's where we were. Why? I, I haven't been back there
0: for a long time. Is it far? Because it's sounding like that might be something pertinent to the investigation.
4: I mean, it's. it's it's not that far, but... Maybe we should check out this this other place down here first. Oh, yeah. It's right here.
5: What do we think? House and then back to the temple, or back to the temple and then house?
2: Back to the temple. House.
5: Orphanage.
1: Sounds like a plan. So you make your way back into the temple. Uh, Ak is able to lead you down into the Undercroft area where Melnor is sitting on one of the slabs in the funeral right room, with next to the slab that has the held person on. And the employees of the theatre are all sort of huddled in the corner looking Quite sheepishly around all of the instruments that are used to perform autopsies and funeral rites and everything, and wondering why they're here. Ah, uh, uh, did you happen to find anything out in the in the alleyway? This is speaking.
3: We found uh, some sort of uh, uh, drag marks to a house nearby. Uh, we will investigate that soon but we needed to talk to you first
1: okay that's fine um drag marks into a house my okay right um what did you need to speak to me about
3: we needed to ask melno questions correct am i right
5: yes rion did you want to ask
4: uh well it was just about i mean i'm sure you would have said if there was anything relevant but what uh what was the mission that mask was do we? It was just a
1: basic uh, retrieval mission. Uh, I'd sent them off to uh, one of the hotspots that I have to retrieve some uh, information on a on some people, and they brought that back to me. It's nothing nothing unusual.
5: They brought the item back to you.
1: No, no, they never oh. returned.
5: Ah, I see. Uh, I understand that some of your work requires discretion, but I don't suppose you could narrow down the location of where they were heading.
0: Uh, or description fa- of the object. All it was it
1: was just a, a parchment of paper they were picking it up from another informant, as it were. Uh, Phaetonian Street was the place they were going to.
2: What district's that in? Sorry? What district is that in?
1: Uh, that, I believe that is in the... I want to say the Tower District.
0: Phaetonian uh, Street was in the um, the Beggar's Enclave.
1: Beggar's Enclave, there
0: we go. Is it? Oh, yeah, the, the Beggar's Quarter.
1: But it's just... As I say, it was just a basic... Uh, Mask and Shadows has done that uh, run for me a, a couple of times. Uh, does,
2: does Mask and Shadows have to go through the Protector District to get back?
1: To get to the sleeping dragon, yes. In order to, to get back to me, yes, they would need to. But we have a series of networks and tunnels and everything that, uh, that everyone uses.
2: Sorry, I think they're compromised.
1: I'm. Um, I. That is a very good point, actually. Yes, I hadn't considered. I'd. I'd thought that maybe Mask and Shadows was attacked and taken while on street level, it hadn't occurred to me that maybe the tunnels themselves would be compromised. I will have to send a note out to, to, to stop all further travel through the tunnels for the time being. Thank you. Thank you for that. I'll I'll get straight on that.
2: It's a good idea to check
5: these later on. Do we need to add Phaetonian Street to our list of uh, potential locations to investigate
2: seems these things are happening in the protected district but if you wish to go there we can go there.
1: Uh, What sort of information have you found out from the theatre itself uh, or from the residents of did you speak to any of the local groups there or anything?
5: Yes. We
2: We, we spoke to uh, some workers there who are uh, influenced with some sort of mind control. And um, uh, gestures
1: to the people sitting opposite. I take it these are the people. Yes. Okay.
2: Uh, then when we we're inside, we were attacked by the presumably, the killers. Oh. Or okay. their entourage. One of
4: Mask them was being there. Ma- Mask was there. She uh She's not herself. None of them are. It's. Is it they have this thing to do with arm. And, and it ejected with, with something, I think.
1: Right, okay. Is it anything to do with this
2: mark that's on this one's face, pointing to the held <laughs> elf? Well, that is part of a problem that we are currently trying to solve, which is they all seem to share these markings on their heads going down, and uh, we heard a voice, or at least music, but uh, well, I only heard the music once. But uh, these three heard the voice, and then Ak later on was trying to talk to Whipple Stitch. And now all three, four of them, are inhibiting designs of the start of one of these markings on their temples.
1: Right. Also, okay. there's a
2: vampire running around.
1: Oh, there's always vampires running around. Um... Always. Well, there's there's a few who who are around um some of them are harmless um they don't, they don't feed on on people they they um feed on they they go to blood banks and that sort of thing and get uh, animal blood um harmless any- vampires well if you could call them that yes anyway that's uh, that, but um um i can I can put some feelers out for what this mark is on on their face. See if I can get some information back on on that for you. Um, I know some people who might be able to help with with that. Um, I don't think you're going to get much more information out of these employees over here. They seem to be they seem a bit spaced out, as as it were. Um,
2: it's is more it, for their protection.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, then this would be the best place for them to stay, then, for protection reasons.
2: It's and also, if whatever controls them, controls them again, they'll be heavily guarded.
1: Okay. That's good. That's good to know. Is there, Was there any other information that you were able to gather?
3: And the device with the little… the needles that came out of it. <laughs>
1: oh. Okay, Melon will take it off of you and have a look over it. Um, I can't say that I've seen anything like this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes me very glad that I managed to get both yourself and Rodi in on this. Uh, maybe you could take that back to your shop and take it apart a bit more and see the proper inner workings of it.
3: That'll be fun. I mean, important, but fun. <clears throat> All
1: right. okay. Um, did you... Was, um, was Horatio there?
7: Yes.
1: yes. And what about Din? Yes. Yes. Okay, all right. So they were the ones who put the contract out in the first place, or gave me the contract, uh, or gave Rion the contract, to say who then gave it to me. Anyway, um...
5: Uh, 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 Melnor, I don't suppose you also uh, have any recollection of this piece of music either, do you? And I will try to. I don't know if I can uh, copy music as well as I can speech, but we'll try to like that 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 whatever the tune is. <laughs> da, da, you.
0: This is Mama number 5. <laughs> it
1: says you can mimic sounds, doesn't it? So me, is it, 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 it sounds it. or voices? <laughs> I think
0: it's, it's all sorts for Kenku. Uh,
5: oh, no, it sounds. Yeah, yeah, You can accurately mimic sounds you have heard. Okay, so you... One, two, three, four, five. Suddenly <laughs> Lupo. You Vega. do that.
1: You <laughs> mimic that exact sound, and all of the employees go... Uh, start holding their heads. We'll stop immediately. Yeah.
0: Does it hurt us as well?
1: Uh, it doesn't at
2: the minute. That's, that's how most people feel about okay. Rebecca.
7: <laughs>
5: <Yeah. laughs> Not again.
2: And then something I don't like care
5: about but, Monica or Rita. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, there's a second song on that album, and it literally starts.
5: At 6, 7, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Stop it,
0: Lou Baker <laughs> It's at <Mamba> number 6
5: <laughs>
1: oh, uh, Melnor just looks over to the employees and then looks back to you and goes I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not I'm, I'm afraid I've not heard that particular tune before I've not been to the uh, Blue Lake Theatre to see what they have going on there has it got anything to do with any of the people that were playing there? People.
5: There were people it with does, instruments that we saw but did not see.
2: Yes, it would be good to have a list of famous artists of the local area. If you know any famous musicians or at least traveling musicians who've come to the city recently, did
1: you happen to pick up a to. did you happen to pick up a pamphlet or anything that might tell you who was playing there?
3: <laughs> I have that.
1: Oh. <laughs> and has a look. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it, looking at the... Judging by the times of the murders, it coincides with a group called the the Sovereign Orchestra. Sorry, say that again? The Sovereign Orchestra. Sovereign. Um. It seems these were the people that were playing at the time of the... Of the attacks, have you managed to get hold of any of their band members or anything?
5: We've had a very busy morning. No, that's understandable.
1: I, I wouldn't expect you to solve the case first time. or we'll get all of the clues straight away.
3: Uh, just randomly, like, uh, can I do a history check to see if I've heard of the band?
1: Just you can cause. indeed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody, anybody can
4: make a history check if they'd like.
0: Why not? not?
5: Axe ah. led a sheltered existence in the temple.
4: 21.
5: Know. 18.
2: 8. Fittingly, um, Amun got a nine. He is new to the place. <laughs> so for Miss Zana
1: and for Rion, you've not heard of the band or the orchestra per se, but you would have come across other pamphlets over the past two weeks, maybe, where they've played regular intervals at the Blue Lake Theatre, and at various other theatres that are dotted around Neverwinter.
4: Oh, they're... yeah, they've been around for a few weeks now, I I think they're new in the city or something, I don't
3: know. I keep most of my pamphlets in a, in a little basket in the store. I could always check it out when we got there.
0: <laughs> a few so, weeks, though, isn't that, isn't that when the disappearances started? Is it roughly around that sort of time?
4: I mean, yeah, I suppose it is. Mm-hmm.
2: So, maybe we change the uh, order of which we visit things. Maybe we do... Musicians? the house then the orphanage oh wait we need to go to your shop at some point don't we so maybe shop uh musician house orphanage is that right i am not missed anything on that
5: the only illogical step i would suggest in that is that the house is right next to the temple so we would be going away and away further to then come back and then go even further away
4: well i don't think i'd be much use in the shop i not i don't know much about that thing but yes neither would I, I some of us could go and have a look at the house if the people that know about these things want to have a look at the, the gauntlet sounds That's like a good idea
3: Split the party.
0: Why did you say it like in? that? <laughs> I, I mean, the shop's safe enough. If if, if you think that you're going to be all right, just you know, keep keep out of trouble. Maybe send us a message if you if you need us.
5: Be careful. Yeah. What if the the creepy voice demands that you do things while you're in the shop and not by the rest of us?
3: Do horrible things in our store? Oh.
4: You just
1: tell it to bog off. It is. It is going to take a little bit of time for me to get some more information on this particular marking on this on this figure's uh, face here. So, um, but but it's, it's your investigation. It's up to you what you want to do.
2: I do have one question before we do split the party, as you said. Yeah, I'm not used to this phrase. Maybe it's a Faerunian thing. Anyway. I, uh, I would like to know when the next orchestra music will be. Are they playing again tonight?
5: They should not be. We told them not to let anyone play tonight.
2: And they will be playing tomorrow? Question. That was a question.
5: What does it say on the pamphlet?
1: So, Zana has a look at the pamphlet.
3: No, I gave the pamphlet to. Re- I gave the pamphlet away.
1: Oh, sorry, yes, Melnor has it, yes. Melnor looks at the pamphlet. Um, it looks like the... Uh, is it the... Anybody in particular you're looking for?
2: Yes, the Sovereign
1: Orchestra. Hmm? Sovereign Orchestra, okay. Can I... Is Giant
5: was Tabaxi, that you do making... you know anything about the orchestra?
2: <laughs> was that... Josh, was that you... I like, just... being distracted by the cat? Or was that Melnor... <laughs> Just completely forgetting who we talked about <laughs> a minute ago. It was being distracted by the cat. Cool, because I was like, I'm gonna have to inside check. Male Good. I have some,
0: had a blooper oh reel for a got, while. Like, a weird <laughs> mark
2: on their head.
1: I was thinking to myself, should I add just a random cat just walk right past? <laughs> I thought now. Yes, the Sovereign Orchestra is not on this pamphlet, which is just for this week, so uh, it doesn't look like they're performing at least at the Blue Lake District this week again.
2: So they'll be playing in different districts?
1: They could be. Uh, There are, I believe there are pamphlets upstairs. All over
2: over the place. Yes, uh, the
1: temple itself does have some pamphlets up there that I noticed on the way in that you for various different uh, theatres in Neverwinter.
2: I'm going to go grab some. You disappear up. upstairs.
1: Uh, I'm back relatively quickly. Uh, not only do you have uh i got the pamphlets, guys. <laughs> not only do you have a couple of pamphlets for uh, other theatres in the district for this week and for next week, you also have some dating back at least three weeks because the temple's kind of bad at rotating the pamphlet stock. When's the next performance? So the next performance of the Sovereign Orchestra uh, looking at it is going to be in the beggar's quarter and it's going to be uh, a week from today. So we have time.
5: The beggar's quarter where Phaetonian Street also is.
2: Yes. Da-na-na-na. Son
7: make uh, a
1: history uh, check. Uh, <laughs> in fact, anybody make me a history
5: check.
1: Uh, yeah.
5: Why not? I don't know what we're historying. That's a six. Twenty-one.
4: 21. It's the second uh, twenty history. Hey.
0: I was nearly in that trend to put it rolled off onto a fourteen, so that's a sixteen for me. Nineteen.
4: Okay,
0: so.
1: Anybody who rolled over a 13, um, with the knowledge of the previous dates, you've got pamphlets that date back to three weeks. You can look to see that the the Sovereign Orchestra has been in Neverwinter for two weeks. This coincides with the theory that you came up with earlier that the Missing People started two weeks ago. With using that and what zana's book of missing people you can cross-reference that people that went missing went missing the same night that the orchestra played at a theater in that district
0: it and looks like the they're working in concert with the kidnappers
1: we want you to say that already. I have.
7: <laughs> oh
5: Sean. <laughs> <laughs> For the podcast listeners, boo cards were raised.
2: <laughs> One middle well.
5: <laughs> But the um sorry, this is nap brain. The sovereign orchestra did not play today.
2: They played last
0: night.
5: No. They played last night. But not today.
0: But not today. Have have there been like three, four occurrences?
1: So they have played in, in total in the past two weeks. This would be their seventh performance last night.
5: So you see, I, I, I know I, I am not blind to your looks. Uh, Dr. Whipple Stitch cannot have been taken by these people because they played last night and she uh, started playing hide and seek at? today when we all saw her together at the tavern.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, Dr. Whipple Stitch was also not in the... If if this is the assumption that you're all going with, Dr. Whipple Stitch was also not in the Blue Lake District when the orchestra was playing, so... And only people who have gone missing in the districts that were being played in have gone missing I could have
2: weathered that so much better, but I didn't. That's not true. My friend went missing in the Protector District by people with blue eyes and blue markings. Just like we were attacked, probably, just like somebody else.
1: Yes, but was that not a, a week ago?
2: It was not the same time, as far as I'm aware.
0: Mm. Well, it seems like, then, if the house is where we think that Dr. Whipple's niche is, uh, looks over at, are hiding, um, if this is unrelated, then that's probably the best place that you'll find them.
5: Was there any other business we needed to conclude here?
1: I'm going to send some... I'm going to send the feelers out for some information on this marking Um, I'm going to head off into that now Uh, you might want to get some guards down here to keep an eye on these people here if if they're here for protection purposes Um, I will see you all shortly or send an informant shortly to inform you of what's going on
5: Uh, Before we leave the room we'll look at all of the theatre workers and give them a sort of hard stare and say all of the equipment in here is not for your use it has been meticulously cleaned and sorted do not touch it okay yep no problem can i go home yet i really need a wee i'm hungry you you may use the the chamber pots upstairs we will acquire guards to look after you okay do we need to? Do, do we? Or oh, do we need to keep them here, Unger? Yes, until we're that We uh, it, were going to keep them, right?
4: Yeah, for protection. Yeah, yeah. Or well, we want to keep them until we find Doctor Webblestitch, so we can get Doctor the Doctor. To find Did out. we want to wake up the prisoner before we go?
5: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that person. Oh yeah.
2: The bug. Oh, yeah. Let's wake up the bug. Yeah, let's Easy. wake him up.
1: You can take their manacles off the body,
2: uh, as you do. I don't want to do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. They can uh, still talk whilst under the health spell.
1: Yeah. They're currently have their eyes closed. I just shake them away. You shake them. You just hear it uh, come from them. But their eyes are still closed. Hello. Hello. How are you?
2: I'm fine. How are you? Not too bad, actually. It's uh, been a long day so far. It started you know, slow, but we got there. Anyway, um, are you currently okay? No, I can't move, and I can't open my eyes. Okay, I'll uh, I'll just like open up one of his eyes, and then open up the <laughs> other one. Oh I can see. why am I in a morgue? Uh, because you uh, do you remember what you did earlier? Uh, I was walking home from shopping. Uh, you tried to kill me earlier. Uh, you under some kind of mind control. Does your head hurt? Yes. ah, okay.
4: Um, wow. you heard a creepy voice. Oh. Uh looks up to Armin.
5: Uh, no? Did it sound like this? We'll play the song.
1: And you just <clears throat> watch as you play the song, their eyes just almost like bulge out of their head. Immediately not, in a, not in a they're going to die way, but they're just like, just they can't physically move to all the pains coming out of their eyes. You stop and they're just like <gasps> tears begin running down their eyes.
5: That <laughs> uh-huh. Please I'm, I'm don't so do that sorry. Again? I will not. I apologize. It was helpful to confirm, though.
1: And the the scar as well would we lit up proper bright as well. And then as soon as the music stopped, it dulled down. Okay,
2: so you're still under the control of these people. So uh, what people? I, I know you don't know, but uh, you're going to have to stay with like We don't know either.
4: Sorry, sorry, Amon. No, it's true, we don't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, look, we don't know. You don't know. But when we find out, we'll kill them and we'll make sure that you, uh, you know, can be free again. But for now, I'm going to close your eyes, Malcolm. Let's <laughs> contact again. Yeah, well, if you kept them open, they would be very damaged, so... I am just going to close them for you. Um Okay. I would rest mainly and I'll tell the guards to open your eyes if uh, if you require it, okay? Okay. Well I'm so I need to have a drink or some food. Uh, we will we'll, they'll forget it out. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. They'll, like pat him on the shoulder and get up.
0: It's like, okay, so uh I'll s- <laughs> Yep. As, as we're leaving, Rodi, you'll just kind of turn to her. So, so, so they were they were mimicking each other's actions, weren't they? So, does that mean if one of them uses a chamber pot, the others are going to wet themselves? Oh, hmm. glad we're like, glad we're
5: leaving. Mm-hmm. Please, mm-hmm. Uh, if one of you needs to use the chamber pot, please all <laughs> leave the mortuary uh, and take another part of the temple.
0: Yeah,
1: I've cleaned this room today. Rooms. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, it'd be a bit weird all of us going into the same chamber pot at the same time, especially when we don't need to go. We're just going to be staring at each other, going to the toilet. Just That's cover not up how your eyes, you friends. <laughs> if I cover up my eyes, I can't see where I'm aiming.
3: Well, the other, pr- the other's not using it. Come on.
2: <laughs> right. Anyway. <laughs> where, where are we going? <laughs> well, I think we're splitting the party. Yeah.
1: Okay, so splitting the party. Who is, uh, I, believe, I believe, the intention was for some to head to the shop and some to head to the house. Is that great?
7: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, who is on house duty? House party, you mean? <laughs> Who's on house party?
4: House party.
1: <laughs> and who is going to be shoplifting? Shopkeeping. We're we'll going <laughs>
3: on beating the beetle.
1: OK, so oh. Miss Zana Miss and mm-hmm. Rodi are going to head back to the shop and Ak, Amun and Rion are going to head to the house. So we will start off with the house. As you all split off and you hear the tire screeches and Zana and Rodi disappear up the street, the three of you walk around and follow... just hear a scream, you. scream
0: as they go. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
1: you... <laughs> The three of you walk around the side of the house and find the location of where the drag marks end into the bottom part of the house you're easily able to
4: lift this window up it sort of lifts inwards so and you can just before it. doing that i would transform into uh a am one of the dead rats gang that i've seen in the past okay uh, so you maybe din yeah yeah probably
1: Yeah. okay so you turn into a physical representation of Din, and you are able to slide into this area if you want to. Will Ak and Amun be following? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you fall into a basement level. You can see that there are stairs that ascend up into the house above, but it looks like there is a floor that has been placed over the top, seemingly sealed shut. So this is just an open area. There's a bookcase on the right-hand side, which has been pushed to the side, and there is a tunnel that leads off. And you can see that the the same muddy drag prints lead off into that tunnel. Uh,
4: Cool. Yeah, I would just, I would probably look to uh, the others for confirmation, but otherwise I'd just follow the tracks. Mm-hmm. Do you know where that goes? Mm, no, not exactly. But Okay. maybe we should. Don't always know where they go.
2: Maybe we should be quiet on our way then. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah.
5: That is a good idea.
1: Okay. So you can all three of you can make stealth checks for me, please.
5: Mm. Twenty-nine. Oi, oi, oi. The dice have betrayed me. An
2: eight. Respectable. Fifteen.
1: So between the three of you, you're able to walk down this tunnel area reasonably quiet. Every now and then, Ack will bump into one of the walls trying to avoid what looks to be a very small tunnel of liquid that seems to be going through the centre, almost like like a mini sewer is going through the middle of the floor and trying to avoid putting your feet in it causes you to knock into the wall a little bit, causing a little bit of noise that ricochets down the corridor.
4: You walk for probably... Can I, I, um, at that, I'll like turn back as we're at, give a sort of withering look and um, just wave, wave a paw and just hang back a bit, give give me a bit of distance and we'll sort of go ahead. So I don't want, so I'm, yeah, maybe like 15, 20 feet ahead. Okay. Yeah. So
1: you move 15, 20 feet ahead, almost scouting in a way. Yeah. You move off ahead and Armin and Ack follow up behind, going for probably another 50 to 80 feet. You come across a bend that goes to the left you can go down there if you wish it is now pitch black down here so unless you have dark vision you're not going to be seeing very far the tracks themselves are beginning to fade as it seems that the bo- whoever was dragged was carried through this cesspit effectively in the middle and has wiped away some of the mud
5: Nice. Uh, we'll have a, a little uh, trinket from the bag like before that I've cast light on, um, but we'll sort of have it in the sleeve of my cloak uh, when we think we need to be more stealthy and we'll just sort of like peek it out so we know where we're stepping.
7: Okay. You,
1: you carry on going and it's 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 just an endless tunnel. Uh, you've got different weaves and bobs, there's a couple of T-turns and cross-junctions that you come across Um, Rion you know that you could traverse this for a a number of hours um, before you actually find the location that you actually need to go to, which you're not 100% sure where that is so um, without a set destination you can't really navigate the tunnels
4: And what of the, the the tracks then is that
1: they the further you go in the further they dissipate to the point where eventually there's just it's there's just nothing okay. um i would ask for both of uh, both of you there's three of you i would ask for all three of you to make me a uh, perception check please
5: Mm. X. Okay, I'm gonna to need to switch off digital dice for a bit because that was another two on the dice for a nine.
4: Whoops. Uh, eleven.
1: Eleven. Okay. So you with I say with an eleven, you do eventually come across a rather large crack in the wall that leads away from the corridor and seems to go off into a more cavernous area.
4: Um, like a crack big enough to get through
1: big enough to sort of slide through
4: <laughs> God of War style yeah mm. uh, then yes yeah, God, yeah, God of War style I will go through that lacking any other way. okay so you push through
1: uh, Amun and Ak will catch up with you and see that you've pushed through into a slightly larger haven area uh, it's still almost like a corridor but it's more natural than anything and you can see looking above you there are cracks in the stealing in the stealing in the ceiling with stalactites sticking downwards that's what i was trying to do Try to fuse my words there uh and it goes on for probably another 100 feet maybe
4: you're not 100 sure because your dark vision only allows you to see, only allows you to see so far i uh, i don't even have dark vision uh <laughs> I have light as a cantrip, though, so I think I've cast light on my scimitar or something as I get in this cavern.
2: I'm just going to say to the two of them, just, just for a second, I'm going to uh, take a vantage point, so don't be worried if you can't see me for a while. I'm hoping that uh, if anything jumps out, we might have the, I don't know, surprise and I'll go purposefully to a shadow that they can't see because I do have dark vision. So I'll go to a shadow that they can't see and then I'll spider climb up the wall um, so that they don't see it, so that they're not creeped out. But then I will continue this in the dark, just above <laughs> just above, above your them. head. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so
1: as you do that, you take your vantage point, disappear out of everybody's view. You can make a perception check for me just to see... Uh, not a perception check. Stealth check to see if... Um, with advantage because it's darkness. Ooh. Uh, 21. 21. Okay, so... Um, uh, I believe Axe passive perception isn't that high, is it? 22. 20, oh, it's 22, is it? So you can okay, so you can hear skittering around. I would say it sounds weird. It doesn't yeah. sound
2: like it doesn't sound like the sounds of someone holding on. You're know, like flesh meeting stone. It sounds like almost um, like it, it's like the absence of sound in pockets, which is weird. It's like yeah. um like a vacuum. Okay. almost like a. So that is a very strange sound that you hear
1: act. It's probably not a sound that you've heard from Amon before, so maybe it's not Amon who's made that noise.
5: Amon. Yes. <laughs> you are st- still not by, yes? Yes. Don't say it like that.
7: Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> you- Carry on moving through with your vantage point and eventually it opens out into what looks to be a natural, like expansive cavern area. And in the centre of it, there is what looks to be man-made cobblestone that has been placed down almost like uh, a road. You can see in various different directions, there are what looks to be the ruins of buildings that are sort of on the slant and there are road signs and various other things that you would find on the surface. And directly above, for what this would be, Armin, who would see this being on the ceiling, you would see that there is a large crack that is formed across this cabin ceiling, which looks like it's been pushed shut and is jagged in, in different sort of areas with stalactites sticking down forcefully, being forced through the rock facing, uh, with Axe's knowledge of, and even Rion's knowledge of Neverwinter, this looks like it could be old buildings that had fallen through from the streets above during the Ruining. Mm. And I will need you all to make me a wisdom saving three, please. Just just you three, obviously. Oh lordy as you begin to hear a familiar music play in your head. um, Ak and Rion, you'll have disadvantage
4: on this check, on the saving throw.
5: I just rolled a 19.
4: My history checks are going really well. My wisdom semen throws, not so much. I got a
2: 14. Is that enough to save me again?
4: Hmm? I rolled a two for a zero. Oh, God.
5: <laughs> oh, Rihanna. No. Uh, I, 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 with disadvantage, I got a seven for a 14. Okay. As you all walk into,
1: as you're like sort of in the center of this room, you hear a loud thud hit the floor as. Hold on one second. I mean, you will take 11 points of bludgeoning damage as you hit the floor and everything around the three of you goes black. Moving over to Miss Anna. Can just
4: ask? Yep. Uh, like, I've got light cast on my Same. Uh, scimitar, and Axe got their lip thing. Uh, does that light just stop, or...? Basically you've fallen unconscious. Oh I see. Right. I yeah. misunderstood. No, that's sorry, right. that's fine. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Shit. Going over to seeing your new you
0: characters next.
1: Next yeah, session, <laughs> new characters, everybody. So Zana and Rody you both go to your shop. I'm gonna give the description of it. So you get to the shop. It is you can tell that the building itself is part of older Netherwinter, it was built pre the Ruining. You've got two relatively new buildings on the left and right hand side of it, so it's like one of those, like the buildings on the left and right are rather tall, These, this building is like quite dinky and in between the two, looks quite ramshackled, uh, well taken care of, but very rustic as it were. There is a rather large plaque on the outside of it that says, ground floor, Zana's Imperium of of Glorious Goods and Trade. And then underneath that, it says first floor for Monty Dax's Nix and Nax's and you can hear that there's a commotion going on inside. What would you like to do?
3: Inside what part?
1: Inside your part on the lower floor.
3: Oh no. (laughs) Did did you lock up? I I thought I did. Oh no.
0: I say it as if i assuming that you were the last one to leave. I mean, I wouldn't know.
3: I'm normally quite meticulous, so good.
0: I'm off out. <laughs> oh, don't answer then. Um, Yeah, I guess we go into the shop. Okay, you both go into the shop
1: and it, there's, <laughs> there's this... Uh, you both recognise this figure running around a small, probably about the size of... Roadie, maybe a little bit smaller. Owlin is running around with wearing this uh, rather nice red suit clothing. It's got all these different uh, items in their hands going, oh, oh yes, uh, yes, maybe this would do good for you, maybe this would do I don't know what Miss Arna sells at this shop, but th- these things are rather, would you like one of these? Would you like one of these? You both know this as Ferdum Owlstorm, who is uh, the person who looks after the shop for the pair of you uh, whenever you need to leave. They're an older owlin, so they've got where their feathers are, they have brown feathers with like, little grey tips. And they're going around, going, oh, oh, yes, uh, please, sir, yes, uh, one second. Uh, you said there was a commission piece that you were looking for, right? Um, right. Uh, excuse me. And he runs round, and at the foot, uh, at the front of the shop, there is a figure stood there, sort of leaning on the counter, pushing against their temple, not in a weird way. Oh, I went really weird there. Pushing against their temple, as if they've had a bit of enough of this person running rings around them. They have a large bow on their back. And they just look over and go, Oh, thank God you're here, Zana. Can you tell this person to stop, please?
3: One moment, hold on, hold on. Sweetie! Sweetie, it's alright. We're here now. Don't, you're, what, are you, what are you grabbing? It's alright.
1: I I'm, I'm sorry, Miss Zana. I'm sorry. He's just he's 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 very intimidating looking. I mean, look at him, he's got those red things on his face. It's really weird. It's all right. You did so well. He, he said something he, about a commission piece. I don't, I don't know. There was no instructions left that he was coming today, so I don't know what to give him.
3: Oh, I do apologize. It's all right. Don't panic. You, you did amazing. Well, you I heard you. You were doing exactly what you're supposed to do. You did so well.
1: Okay. Uh, can I go back upstairs? I'm, I'm much more comfortable looking after Rody's shop than I am yours.
3: Oh, Hi, Rody's Rody. here too. That's
1: it. Just for uh, a I'm gonna gonna go upstairs, and he watches, goes out the door, and leads up, and this figure just looks towards you. (sighs) Right, um, am I able to pick up that piece
3: yet? If you'd finished it, of course you are. Hold on a moment. (laughs) Goes behind the my counter, grabs, (laughs) looks for what they wanted.
1: Yeah, they had commissioned a large boat. To have been like sort of crafted out of wood with little ivory flowers on it.
3: A, a dig it
1: out. Dig it out. So it, it was the first thing you as soon as you go out of the back, it's the first thing that you mm. place your hand on. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Right. This is um I've commissioned this for a friend. It's a housewarming gift, as it were. They've just moved into a an apartment recently, and I <laughs> thought, you know, this ship is quite a nice thing that i've seen recently i thought how are you doing how are it, things how's the shop doing
3: but well well it's it, it's fine i well i'm on i'm on another job at the moment uh uh but, but i remember you telling me about the boat it, it you know it took some time but you know i hope it. i hope it's what you want
1: yes um i have a question for you now mm. i have mm. some friends that are coming back uh from an adventure um mm. I've bought some flowers, uh, some lilies. Do you think that my fr- my friend, uh, she's she's a reborn. Do you reckon she'd like these lilies? Is is that nice? Do you think? I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm not normally a gift giver, as it were. You know me.
3: No, but, uh, sure. Is it a <clears throat> is it romantic? Is it no, romantic? No, no, she's, no, 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 friend, friend, right. friend. All friend, right, I'm, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. Well, Lily sound beautiful. If okay. flowers are their thing, then they'll do.
1: Now, I've got some lenses. Huh? They're, they're for a plague mask. My my yeah. other friend, you, yeah. you, you remember Rex, he likes to Course. wear, yeah, yeah, yeah. and when he comes back, I want to be able to give him these new lenses, because his ones mm. were a bit cracked before he left, so I want <gasps> to give him new ones.
3: I wish you brought the whole mask. I could have sorted that out for him straight you away. He took it with him.
1: I can't exactly take it off of him before he leaves. <gasps> he left so quickly.
3: All right,
1: all right.
3: Hold on. Are you okay? Did did our friend get you a cup of tea or something? Yeah, you no, know, he gave me tea.
1: It had like 10 sugars in it. I don't know what, oh, how right. it was more sugar than it was tea. Rody right. Brody, you right, Brody?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry. It's it's probably because, you know, we get a bit confused between, you know, the teaspoons and the tablespoons and the serving spoons because we've got Nomi size, we've got half elf size, and we've got Goliath size.
1: Oh, right. Well, I, I, I would just take a, t- a teaspoon size normally.
0: Uh, uh, well, oh, yeah, but you probably still drink a teaspoon in the Goliath size. That's the problem. So, what what, what job are you on at the minute?
3: Well, I'll uh, get my book out. <laughs> Of all the missing people, oh, you're looking into the missing people. We are indeed, yes. And we went to a theatre, and there was a, look at look at this! Get the gauntlet out. Look at it. Just oh, excitedly rambles like bla, 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 bla. and then that happened. Bla, 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 bla.
1: Oh, oh, well that that sounds like <laughs> <Yeah. long>. I'd <laughs> I'd heard I'd heard word of there being murders at the at the lake, at the Blue Lake District.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: this is mighty peculiar. Um, Right. has has Melnor said anything about anything I know trying,
3: she, trying to help
1: she, sorry trying to help trying to help right mm-hmm. well um, I, I can get the feeling that there's going to be a message sent to my people at some point soon so I'll make sure I pick that up on my end so I can help you out but um,
7: Thank
1: you. there's not much more I can do I've got so much I've got to get on with I can't exactly offer you any more aid Um, oh. Oh. it's good to see you though
3: i missed it. It's been a while. I've missed you. But one one more thing. Have you seen any of this kind of thing? Shows the... not crack. Have you seen... have you seen this?
1: That's... peculiar. I'd heard mention of it.
3: What was mentioned?
1: There was something... um, I don't think it's that, but um, you might want to look into something called a spell scar. Right. Um, it could be that. I'm not 100% sure because I'm not that way inclined. If If my friend um, Arcana or Eltrion were around, I could certainly mm-hmm. get one of them to have a look. But uh, Arcana's busy and I don't know where Eltrion's gone. He's gone off doing his own thing, so... Mm-hmm.
3: Um... Well, they came with, with uh, spoopy music and creepy laughter.
1: Yep. Most things do come with spooky music, although normally it's in, internally in my head when things happen. Things like that happen. So, Wait, no, you, am you, I the only one?
3: Well, you've heard creepy music from like like an orchestra type thing.
1: No, it's just normally whenever no. I walk into a room with dangerous things, I get a dun 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 thing in my head.
3: Oh, oh well, yeah. You don't get that? Well, no, I'm more like ee-hee, like it was scared or you know. Oh,
1: <sighs> okay, right. Well, yeah. Um, mm. If you happen to, I know that you're not on talking terms with him, but if you happen to talk to your dad or or Auntie Sabrina, let them know that I said hi, okay?
3: I haven't spoken to them for a while. Uh, well, you know, thank you. Good, good. stone goes both ways. <laughs>
1: I don't, you gave me it, but I don't know, understand how it works. So,
3: oh, come on, look, like, give it here. Look, I'll show you. We'll literally show them how to use it. <laughs>
1: okay, right. So, I know that I can use that to get in contact <laughs> with you whenever. Okay, right. Yeah. It'll mess up your hair a little bit. Mind the give... goggles, dog. Oh, yes, yes, and give All you right. a kiss on the forehead. Be careful. <sighs> yes, right. You stay, stay safe, both of you. Okay. You too. If I hear anything, I'll come and find you. All right.
3: And if I scream down the sentence stone that my face is glowing and I'm peeing all together with other people, I'll let you know. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Stops and thinks for a second. No, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not going to be the overprotective cousin. I'm just going to leave it. No, I'm
3: gonna go. Right okay. goodbye. boat. Jakarth,
5: I love you. <clears throat> <clears throat> Walks out the door. Are you sure uh, Jakarth can't stay and fix uh, this for us with his like what extra eight levels that he's got? Uh,
1: he's got he's got loads of things to do. You know, he's got <laughs> he's got uh, housewarming parties, okay. he's got friends coming back who he doesn't know are know dead. You know, uh, he's got loads okay. of things going on. Can both of you make me a wisdom saving throw, please?
3: Uh, no.
2: <laughs> Nobody is uh, safe but from the wisdom no. saving throw. Both okay. of you have disadvantage.
0: Oh. Uh, can I see this? Because I can You can hear it. When a creature I can see within 60 feet of me is about to roll. Can I use can I restore balance?
6: Mm. Uh, if uses like a reaction.
0: Try and reverse time to try and Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna make it a flat roll for, for Mazana. I'm gonna take it at a disadvantage.
3: Thank you.
0: Okay. Yeah, you can do that. That was a twenty or a two. Okay. Or a two. I was an eight or a nineteen.
1: Well, it was a flat roll for you, so it would be the whatever one was first. Oh, uh,
3: that's the eight. I'm not going
0: to lie. That's the eight. Okay.
3: Um, My two nice. It wouldn't
1: have helped. Yeah. Uh, I would say, though, that with you using your ability to uh, take away the disadvantage from Miss Zana, mm-hmm. as everything falls black around you, and you just collapse to the floor with the sound of this music playing in your ears. Miss uh, Zana, as you go to collapse, you see coming from out of the floor as if uh, an image coming out of the floor of one of the three figures that you'd seen before playing a violin and as you collapse to the floor everything goes black yeah. and that is where we are going to end tonight's session let me just scroll down to my outro a bit
5: everyone have a nap everyone Yay! happens
0: to have a
2: nap not gives rest <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was going to ask. We did spend like two hours walking between places. You definitely get a short rest.
4: I totally need a long rest (laughs) (laughs) because I'd I'd
1: count walking as a like activity.
3: But riding on a massive, amazing beetle—that as well, yes. Thank you, everybody,
1: for joining us for tonight's show. If you enjoyed tonight, we play every Monday and Tuesday from 6 p.m. BST, 10 a.m. PST, and you can also join us on Fridays for our chat shows, Talk Together or Talking is a Free Action, again, from 6 p.m. BST or 10 a.m. BST. All of our shows are streamed at twitch.tv forward slash Roll Together RPG, and you can find all of our other content archived at youtube.com forward slash Roll Together RPG. There are also podcast versions of all of our shows available everywhere. Just search for... Roll Together RPG. If they're not on the one that you search for, let us know and we'll see if we can get them on there. Also, a massive thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. There'll be a link in chat now. Do join them. Every penny helps us make this wonderful content that we do now and allows us to play with the amazing people that we get to play with. And again, a big thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters. And also, we're also on all of the socials as Roll Together RPG. Thank you for watching, and we will see you again soon. Don't know why I did that, but yeah, especially you
7: <laughs> and you and.